0: hello everybody welcome to the 265 media football show I'm your host Ben uh, this is episode 67. I hope everybody's having a great day happy Tuesday everybody Have, you know good evening to with East Coast uh, you know good afternoon in the West coast uh, Ben Fair how are you my friend and what a weekend of college football uh, week 10 and uh, what a recap what a week nine you know I, I, listen, I enjoyed my weekend. Um, my, my bi week for the NFL. I mean, it was it was great. Um, all the NFC West teams lost, and I, I felt great. I got Chase Young, and <laughs> thank God I was not fire. So I had a great weekend. So Ben, how are you? And we'll play before you go, Ben. Uh, congratulations, you're running for our, our Godwell Lions. Uh, congrats, man. You, you're gonna do great things as a writer. Listen, Ben. I listen, man. I wish I I wish I could write good. I wish I could be a writer, but I'm gonna stick to podcasting. Well, congrats man you're gonna you're gonna do film and and uh sports over there congrats my friend i had to i had to i had to uh congratulate you because it's gonna, you're gonna do great things for that network man
1: uh, it's been a great week i appreciate you man uh yeah i am partnering partnering with uh, our, our buddy will Lyons with the lions Den over on medium.com uh i'll be covering the ncaa football for the rest of the season. And uh, I'll also be doing uh, my movie articles over there as well. So make sure you go and tap in over on medium.com with the Lions. And uh, they, they do incredible work and I'm honored to be a, a part of uh, part of what they have going on. So, But other than that, man, uh, Alabama, we got our revenge on LSU. Yes, you did. Awesome. Um, you know, Washington got the dub, the close dub over, over the Patriots. Awesome. Um, and then obviously Duke. Uh, college basketball came back yesterday on Monday, yeah. and Duke Duke got, a, I believe it was a 38-point win over Dartmouth. We looked pretty good. Uh, we struggled a little bit coming out the gate, but uh, we got we got the big victory. Uh, we're on to a, a very big matchup this Friday, I believe, against Arizona, so I'm happy for that. But uh, let's get the show started, man. I'm ready to talk some football with you like we do every yeah. Tuesday. Yes, sir. And by the way,
0: shout out to John Steyer, man. He's recruiting well. Shout out to John Steyer. we also, real quick. <laughs> Um, uh, Ben, how is was Kev doing this uh, this past weekend? Because, because breaking news, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but you know, Rams signed Carson Wentz. It's kind of funny because every time when Kev makes fun of these quarterbacks, uh, like Baker Mayfield, the Rams signed him last year, and you know, he makes fun of Cessna Bennett, he, he's now the Rams' quarterback. Uh, um, you know, on the quarterback depth chart, and then he made a part of Carson Wentz. Now the Rams signed them. I, I, I mean, I mean, Ben Carson, California, Carson Wentz, it fits right. Laugh out loud. Listen, <laughs> I know, I know, I, I like to make jokes, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I know this overreaction yesterday, Ben, because Michigan State lost to James Madison, but listen, at the end of the day, there's always offices in college basketball, it's the overreaction, and we know Michigan State. It's gonna make the tournament anyway, so it's overreaction.
1: Who cares, right, Ben? Who cares? It's always upset. Now, yeah, it, it's it, it's definitely a big overreaction. Um, you know, definitely a big loss. They're what the number fourteen in the country. Yeah. Um, James James Madison. You know, they're not a you know they're not a power five school. No, no. You know, they're not a team that you know makes runs in the NCAA tournament on a yearly sure. basis. But you know, they've had some success in college basketball. It's it's not a terrible loss. You know, the James Madison team. Uh, it has a few transfers that they got from some big programs. One yep. for instance being Brian Antoine. Yeah uh, he's a former he's a former Kentucky player, I believe so yeah. they got some they got some guys you know from from some major programs so um, I'm definitely sure Michigan State will bounce back. you know it's a sour taste in their mouth. Uh, you know they lost the exhibition game against Tennessee uh-huh. uh, last week and now they lost this game against James Madison. Uh, I'm sure Tom Izzo will get them settled in. Um my biggest thing is, though, Tom Izzo, man, you got a great player on your bench and Xavier Booker, uh, pro- probably your best big on the entire team. Um, and you only played them five minutes, which was kind of crazy because your, the other two bigs that you played, Maddie Sissoko and I forget the other guy's name, but they had a combined four points and eight rebounds in like 36 minutes. And so they weren't productive, and yet you still sat – um, you know, probably your best big on the bench and only play it, only gave him five minutes of play time. Are you
0: trying to say he's Arthur Smith with John Robinson? My goodness gracious. But, anyways, anyways, <laughs> let's move on. I, I, you know why, you know, Ben, you know why is that comparison. Now, let's go with my game first, mm-hmm. and shout out to Michael Pettis Jr i mean man i love this kid uh so I, I mean you know what i feel bad for caleb but it is what it is i feel like and Riley gets for loving his former friends right like alice prince and obviously no shit, this guy got fired you know what's crazy but i i told my dad about it right i told him after the game literally the um, next next day i was gonna got fired i mean my dad was kind of mad because you know they said usc should have fired him at the end of the year which i get it i mean i get it from my dad's standards but but Ben, your thoughts about this game, I go back to Caleb, I mean and you know your Rally. How dare you, man. You waste Calvin Murray, you waste Jalen Hurts. You know, I know you helped him, but Ben, you 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 know what I'm talking about because you face Oklahoma with your Rally and you got Batman set Oklahoma down. So, Ben, um, your thoughts about this game, talk to Michael Penix and it's gonna be a battle between Washington and Oregon for the Pac 12.
1: Yeah, I mean, this was a phenomenal, was a phenomenal week for college football. I mean, in this USC versus Washington game, you know, we got to see two of the best arms in all of college football. You yes. know, possibly two potential first-round pick quarterbacks and pennants and, and Caleb, uh, Caleb Williams to go up against each other, um, and they didn't disappoint. But what also didn't disappoint in this game was was the running game for both teams. I mean, yes. Dylan Johnson, my God! Yeah. You gotta- um, you know, for, for a team that necessarily doesn't try to run the ball at a yes. high level because of who their quarterback is and yeah. who they have as targets in that wide receiver room, um, you know, they don't really ask much of Dylan Johnson. And, yeah. um, you know, they they probably honestly maybe didn't need him. But, I mean, why why stop giving him the ball when he's averaging 10 yards per carry?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, he, he absolutely annihilated you guys. You know, it just showcased you know, the continuation of how bad y'all's defense is and how bad it's been all season long. Um, I understand where your dad's coming from, you know, saying, you know, let's fire the guy after the season. But um, at the same time, man, like this guy's been with you guys since Lincoln came over last year. And you guys were bad last year and you're even worse this year. So, I mean. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys had no intentions of, of keeping him at the end of the season. So why not just let him go now and see if he can't try and you know square some things away and you know try and find some employment elsewhere? Because um, you know, obviously, it wasn't working at USC, whatever it was that he was doing. Um, but on Lincoln Riley, um, you know, you guys are about to go into a conference that plays nothing but defense. Plays like yeah, yeah, usually. Yeah. Usually the entire Big Ten has a team has every single team in the top fifty, top seventy five of defenses in the country. They yep. usually, always, every single one is usually above average. Is usually above uh, college the college average. Ben, um, imagine
0: playing. Imagine playing Wisconsin. Keep going. Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, even I mean, Wisconsin's they've been riddled with injuries. They, I mean, they just lost this previous week. Uh, you know, they were without um, Raywin Allen. Uh, yeah. uh, Potential All-American running back. So, uh, But, yeah, even Wisconsin, you know, when, especially back when Wisconsin was, you know, a, a juggernaut of a team, you know, you know, you guys would have struggled. I'm, I'm sure, you know, Wisconsin's going to get back to its glories someday. But, uh, yeah, when you guys play teams like Iowa, like Iowa, for instance.
0: Oh, we're um, fucking against Iowa. With
1: their tight ends? Oh, come on. Like, well, not even that. Their defense. Like, Iowa has Iowa given up like, I forget what this the stat was I saw, but like I was given up less points in the last two years than like a good portion of every single team in the country has and just in right. this, just, just in this team. season. Yeah, and that's always been Iowa's downfall there is their offense usually, isn't anywhere on the level of their, of their defense. But, yeah. yeah, when you guys face a team like Iowa, when you guys face a team like Penn State and Michigan, Michigan who have the yeah, two best yeah. defenses in the country, you know, when you face Ohio a P.J. – when you – yeah, Ohio State, when you face a P.J. Fleck, Minnesota. Like, Minnesota is a really good defensive team oh, yeah. ever since oh, yeah. P.J. Oh, yeah. Fleck oh, yeah. took over.
0: Especially um, the running backs.
1: Yep. Yeah, so I, I'm questioning what you guys are going to look like in the future. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering how, how long Lincoln Riley's even going to stay at USC. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's kind of disheartening, you know, and it, it kind of shows you the, the kind of coach that he is. That, yeah. You know, he's had three Heisman winners, right? Yeah. He had, he had um, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Now, and uh, no Jalen wasn't a Heisman winner. He he was in the Heisman race, but he oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but he's had Baker Mayfield, Kyler and Murray, and now Caleb Williams, and he hasn't won. He hasn't won a single national championship, let, let alone even played in a single national championship with those guys. Yep. And people still try to call him a generational coach simply because he has the Heisman winners. But he's not doing anything with them uh, nope. on the actual football field. He's losing two to four games every single year with, with guys of that caliber, and um, you know it's kind of laughable. You know it's unfortunate. You guys, the season's over now, especially with three losses. Yeah, Washington. Washington is in a little bit of a dogfight with Oregon to yes, for the yes. remaining remaining of the of the Pac-12. Yep.
0: Washington
1: has a Washington has a tough tough. Three game stretch here to end the season. They got go to go. They got to play Utah. Yeah. They got to play Oregon State, and yeah. they got to play Washington State. I understand so Washington easy. State. I understand Washington State. You know, is is on a five game losing streak, but they still have Cam Ward. Yes, they who, do. Who will be, you know, maybe a second or third round day or a yeah. second or third round uh, selection at the quarterback spot. And at the beginning of the season, I mean, he was. You know, projected to be one of the top three, maybe four quarterbacks off the board. Obviously, he's going to fall a little bit now, based off how their season's going. But there's still no slouch, man. You can get hot at any moment. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what this Washington team does. Um, you know, if they lose a game, you know, it could it could cost them, you know, a chance at the, at the playoffs. But uh, we'll have to see how the rest of the season plays out.
0: What would your thoughts about Michael Penix for performance, though overall?
1: I thought it was really good. You know, he was decisive with his, with uh, with his passes. Um, You you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of his mechanics. Um, You know, know, left-handed quarterbacks usually don't have the prettiest mechanics. Nope. And and Michael Penis is one of them, but aside his mechanics not looking pretty, I mean, he throws a really good ball. Um, Yeah. You know, he can, he can throw damn near every single throw you need a quarterback to make on the field. I mean, that, that, um that throw he made to the left side of the end zone. Yes, he did. That that yeah. was phenomenal. That's an yes, absolute dot. That's that's an NFL level throw. And yep. Uh, I'm just happy to see Michael Penis be healthy for once, man. You know, this dude when he was at, I believe it was Indiana, yeah. Um, you know, he was hurt year after year after year after year. And you know, now he's been healthy for just over a season and a half. He's in contention for the Heisman for the second year in a row. I'm just yeah. happy to see this this guy stay healthy and, and see his uh, his growth as a player.
0: Yes, real quick, Ben, How do you think scouts should view Caleb Williams? You know how people would be like, oh, Caleb Williams not being these teams. It's because obviously it's because of their defense. And sometimes, and sometimes listen, sometimes Caleb does struggle against uh, physical teams, obviously. But how do you feel like scouts and teams should uh, feel about Caleb now, in your opinion?
1: I mean, you should still view him as a number one pick, I believe. Okay. Um, one, I mean, undoubtedly the most talented quarterback uh, in college football. Um, you know, and it's unfortunate that a lot of, you know, the games that you guys have played, um, you know, you guys have lost by, you know, a score or two outside of that Oregon game. It was really the only game you guys got absolutely butchered. Um, but the only downside to Caleb is sometimes – he, he tries to extend plays a little too, too far. Uh, yeah. you know, he, he, he does that Patrick Mahomes stuff where he's just running all around in the pocket and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't like it when he turns his back to the defense sometimes, but That's a thing, um, man. you know, he, he has the ability to, to escape. Uh, we'll, we'll see uh, how that translates to the next level where guys are a bit, phys- a bit more physical, physical, and definitely a lot faster, but yeah. And Caleb, Caleb, you know, he's got the size of play. He's 6'2, you know, too, he probably needs to gain a little bit more weight. Yeah. Uh, he's probably he's probably like 210 pounds, maybe 215. Uh-huh. So he's, he's he's skinnier than Kenny Pickett and Trevor <laughs> Lawrence and yeah. Matt Jones and all them. So he'll have to beef up just a tad bit, but uh you know, he's got a very good arm, he's highly accurate. Um, you know, he, he's mobile, you know, if if you leave him alone and you sees a hole uh in the offensive line and he's able to go get five or six yards he's going to go get five or six yards he makes he makes the smart plays a lot of times you know maybe when he's maybe when he's losing a game he will try and force some things from time to time but you know when when you're down in a game you you know sometimes you got to try and make big plays to to come back so i'm not going to fault him for that but um you know you guys would really be in contention for the college football playoffs if, y- if y'all could just play fucking defense, man. I agree. Uh, you know, it's, it's really that simple. Uh, and then it'd be no question that Caleb, you know, was in the Heisman contention again. It'd be no question that, that Caleb's, you know, a generational yeah. quarterback. Because he is. Um, I'm, just, I'm just excited to see him play at the next level. Because some of the silly little things he does in college, he, he's probably not going to be able to get away with at the NFL level.
0: I agree. I agree. We shall see. Well, good luck. Good luck to you, Caleb. Um, and and we'll see. We we can, we'll see. Let me ask you this, man. If you're at USC, I mean, I don't. I doubt they'll do it. But should they play Malachi, Malachi Nelson at this point?
1: No. Um. No. No. You guys should not play Malachi right now. Um, okay. okay. Um. I understand what you're saying because obviously yeah. Caleb's not coming back. Uh, you know your season's over with, and I think we talked about this at the beginning of the season. Yes, yeah. And, and I and I think at the beginning of the season I did say you guys should, but uh, no. You know, Caleb is you know still got the the, the stats to contend for a Heisman. Uh, I don't think he gets it anymore just because no, you hell. guys aren't just because you guys aren't ranked. Yeah, but like I said, it's, it's it's none of it's really his fault. Why you guys aren't ranked? No. Why you guys have been losing the games that y'all did? Um, but I think just because he, you know, he's still right there in it. Uh, I don't think yeah. Lincoln's gonna substitute him out for the freshman. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, now your game. stop the battle, man. I mean, Ben. Since that you guys play Florida, you guys have been playing Willie really well one offense. So, I mean, you got. I mean, you know, Millrow. Mil- 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 beat, you know LSU on his left. honestly this was a great game man I mean you're right about LSU's offense to me when I was watching this game I'm like whoever makes the turn- whoever makes the first turnover is gonna win this game and and that's how and Bama showed up in the second half and that's really what happened. out to your running back South to your receiver and Milro was really good and Bama, I, I, I'm gonna say this Ben if I'm a college football team and you know in the playoffs I don't I don't I, I don't want to see Bama I don't. Um, because Bama's right, I mean, ben, I mean Ben. You know you're a Bama fan, and and you guys are. Am I? I didn't know Bama I was a
1: Bama fan. fan.
0: So I mean, so I want to, yeah, yeah. So I want to see your thoughts about this game. Um, how do you, how do you feel? I mean, by the way, how you guys are playing? You guys are playing really, really well. I mean, that's serious.
1: No, I'm feeling good. Um, I'm not gonna lie. That first touchdown LSU scored pissed me off. So, yeah, game, yeah wide open right up the seam uh completely untouched uh that shit really pissed me off
0: um, what about the miss what about the missed tackle you know what i'm talking about
1: um the running back i mean there's 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 probably a couple bro i, I can't tell I, i've watched okay. so much football i can't remember same, but, okay, okay. me too
0: me too me too uh,
1: um, what pissed me off was the, the Will Riker missed field goal.
0: That's what yes. Me off. Yes,
1: that, there you go. Yep. Um, that, that one definitely pissed me off. Uh, simply just because Will Riker, you know, became the, the number one scorer in Alabama football history. Uh, yeah. eclipsing five in 500 points. So, shout out to Will Riker. But um, I was very impressed with this game, man. Um, I thought we were going to capitalize more in the air because yeah. – LSU was down a couple couple DBs and, and uh yeah and they're also without uh, one of their linebackers but yeah um I was happy to see what we were able to do man we we completely dominated you know going into the season this was you know the recipe that a lot of the fans talked about you know we were going to be a dominant run team you know everyone talked about that big ass line that we have and how we were just going to be able to out physical everybody and You know, we showed some signs of it, but we also, you know, our offensive line's kind of been our kryptonite also in certain moments, Uh, you know, picking up ill-advised penalties, you know. Yeah. We got a a freshman left tackle who is still trying to learn the speed of the college football game. He's having trouble with with, uh, speedy edge rushers. So, you know, we're we're having some issues like that, but – um, you know to get a 14-point win against a team against our one of our rivals, um, you know especially after what they did to us last year with the one-point yeah. victory in overtime, you know it felt good. It felt good to really just run the ball down their throat and and have a massive game. And the most impressive thing was you you said it was our defense in the second half. Yes. Uh, only, only allowing seven points. To the nation's best offense in the
0: country. Two picks, two picks on uh, the second half. Keep going. Yep.
1: Yeah, and um, you know we held the, the nation's number one offense to 28 points.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know some people will be like, oh, 28 points is a lot of fucking points, man. Like, not, not 28 points ain't a lot when that it was six points lower than their, their second lowest score in total in the season. Um, so we held the best offense in college football to its lowest total in a game in the season. So uh, a lot of respect to their defense. They were super locked in in that second half. Uh, I, we have a little bit of an easier uh, road to, to end the regular season. Uh, we got Kentucky this week. We play like Chattanooga the week after, and then obviously we finish everything else with Auburn. Um, you know, we, we need Oregon to lose. We need Washington to lose. We need Texas to lose. Um, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, UGA, if they could lose as well. That would really help us get in the college football playoffs. Um, You know, after that loss to Texas, I thought they fucked us in the rankings a bit. You know, they dropped us all the way to, like, 12 or 13.
0: That was crazy. Um,
1: And then, like, a couple weeks after that, like, there was a team or two above us that lost, uh, but yet they didn't somehow drop below us, and we got screwed in the rankings again. I felt like we got screwed in the rankings this week as well. You know, we just beat LSU, a team that beat us, um, and then Texas. I get Texas beat us in week two, but they lost Oklahoma what two or three weeks ago.
0: Yep.
1: And they just barely got a victory over Kansas State in an overtime yep. game. Um, yeah. You know, so I thought Texas should be below us. I feel. I feel like we should be at seven. Uh, I'll give Oregon and Washington their, their credit because they're, they're tremendous programs, but I feel like we should have jumped up at least a spot in this previous uh, college football rankings. They're, they're trying to do everything they can to, to screw Alabama over and, and have us miss the college football playoffs for two years in a row. Yeah,
0: this definitely should have been in last year instead of TCU, but it's fun to hear they there. Um, listen. Um... Like,
1: like, like Saban said last year, nobody wanted to face us at that point in the season. We had figured everything out
0: like now, right? It's like now, for example. Now, and, yeah. um, now Missouri and Georgia, uh, Ben, that was really close to the end. Uh, Georgia's defense stepped up. You no, know, I got to give Carson a lot of credit. I mean, you know, they're winning without their uh, their best target, uh, Brocker. So, I mean, what was your thoughts about this game? I gave Missouri a lot of credit because, I mean, you know, hey, it was very close. I thought Missouri was about to pull it off. But, no, Jordan won at home, and their defense stepped up. Your thoughts?
1: Um. You know, Georgia – I've been talking about Georgia's defense all season. Yeah, you uh, especially, yeah. especially the last two weeks here. Um, all of last year, they gave up 20 points or more, only three times in the regular season, five times on the on the year as a whole. They've already done it five times this year, and, it should, and yeah. it's still the regular season. They still got to play Ole Miss, who's probably going to put up 20, 20 to 30 or more points on them. They're going to play a Tennessee team that's going to try and run, run them to death. Uh, you know, Tennessee can even put up 20, 30 points on them. Uh, Georgia Tech, they should be able to handle Georgia Tech. Uh, we'll see, though. Obviously, we saw them beat UNC. So, uh, but to go on this game, you know, unfortunate that Brady Cook through the two interceptions.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, Cody Schrager, Schrader came into this game banged up, and he was absolutely phenomenal on the ground for them. Um, this game would have ended a lot different if – uh, Missouri didn't lose, or not lose, but if Missouri's star wide receiver Luther Burden didn't go down with a foot injury.
0: And by the uh, way, that first interception was stupid. Keep going. Yeah.
1: Go yeah. Right. That. Um, my my thing is, is man, like I, I said it on Andrew's show yesterday. Uh, how many times is Georgia going to get lucky that the opposing team loses a generational wide receiver? Mm. Like, you know, two years ago in the Natty. Uh, You know, Alabama went into that game without John Mechie. We lost Jamison Williams in the the middle of that game, uh, and we were destroying them. Uh, You know, the the very next year, they go up against Ohio State, and guess who Ohio State loses in that game? Jackson. Marvin Harrison. Ohio State. Where would you get Jackson
0: from? I said Jackson Nickbook. Well, but, you know, but, yeah. um,
1: But they they, – they were without. They lost Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison was destroying them, and then and then now this year, they're playing a Missouri team that's giving them a, a fight and a yeah. team that that can actually beat them. And they lose Luther Burden. Um, you know he's only a sophomore. He'll potentially be a first round pick next year. Yeah. Um, and he go down and in the game with a foot injury. Like I said, he, he stays in it and he, and he plays through it. But you know he, the man had a fucked up foot. You know he, yeah. d- he doesn't he's not able to put you know he's not able to run as fast anymore he's not able to put uh you know get in and out of his cuts faster um, you know it, it definitely hindered him you could you could see it on his face you could see it in his game uh, yep. but at the end of the day injuries are a part of are a part of the game of football yep uh, it it is what it is Georgia came out on top and you know they like I said they still got to face Ohio State uh, or not Ohio State Ole Miss and, and Tennessee so. We'll see what they can do in these next two weeks.
0: Yeah, that's a big test for their defense. We'll find out. Um, now, Notre Dame especially
1: that Ole Miss game.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, let's go, Lane Kiffin, shall we? All right. Anyways, Clemson and Notre Dame. Um, shout out to Clemson. They got it yes. after um, Hartman, and they did. Um, you know, I, I got to give Clemson a lot of credit. Uh, we both went for Notre Dame. Um, but I'm, listen, I'm okay. I'm happy about Notre Dame. You know, I hate Notre Dame. So, Ben, I want to hear your thoughts <laughs> about overall with Clemson winning this game. Obviously, we don't like Dabble, but it's, it's all good. Um, now Dabble gets, um, now you know, hey, beat Notre Dame, congratulations, especially at home. You have any thoughts to say to Clemson fans and about this win? I mean, shout out to them. They got they
1: got the W. Nah, big win. You know, they came into this game without Will Shepard, uh, their primary running back, uh, with Phil Moffitt. Um and they did. They got they they came into the game plan. Their game plan coming into the game was to get after Sam Hartman, and they did yes, that. Yes. They put a ton. Yep. They put a ton of pressure on him. They destroyed that terrific offensive line that Notre Dame has. They did. Uh, they they turned Sam Hartman over, which is a very hard thing to do. Uh, you know, he's he's a very smart and accurate quarterback, uh, high IQ. You know, he's been in the game for what five years now. Uh, yeah, he's like second in in collegiate starts. Uh, Curling in in college football, only behind, like, Bo Nix. So the the guy's got a lot of expertise. And to to have – to be able to to force him to play the way that he did, I mean, all you can really do is give your hat off to Clemson. So uh, great job for them. And, you know, it's not even like Clemson played a phenomenal game on offense. It was really just – Phil Moffay, Phil Moffay, Phil Mafe. Yeah, the run. 30, 36, yeah. 36 carries he had. He had 36 carries for 186 yep. and two touchdowns. That's that's over five yards per carry. So, um, you know, they, they needed him because Cade Kutnick did not show up whatsoever. No, hell. Um, he he might have had his worst game of the season. Uh, super, super inaccurate. Couldn't really find his receivers. Nope. Turned the ball over once in, himself, so. Um, but at the end of the day, big win. Um, for Dabo, though, like he got – I understand getting hyped after this game because you just beat a ranked team and stuff, <laughs> and, and, and you guys have been spiraling. Um, you know, you, you avoided a potential three-game losing streak. But, like, Dabo, like you're over here talking about, like, oh, all these people criticizing me and criticizing the team, and this team has heart, blah, 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 blah. Where was the heart in all the, in all four of your losses? Like, yep. where was the heart in the season opener against Duke? Where where was the heart against what was it, uh, Miami? Yep. Where was the, where was the heart against who was it, NC State? Yeah. Like where where was uh, what was the other loss, FSU? Like where yep. was the heart in all those losses? Um, you know, we're, we're gonna criticize you. Like you're still not even bowl eligible yet and and we're going into week 10 of the season we're going to criticize you Dabo. like just get over it like stop getting in your fucking feelings so much like (laughs) you're a you're you're a college collegiate coach that's won two national championships and you're at a prestigious university and you're having the worst coaching career of of, since you've been at clemson or since your second year since your second year at clemson like your second year at Clemson, y'all won six games and you're on, um, you know, you could potentially win six games this year. So we're going to criticize you, Dabo. We're going to criticize you. Like it is what it is. Just don't take it personal. Just try to avoid all the, all the naysayers like myself and focus on your team and, and try to win some fucking football games to close your season out. Right? Cause If you lose again, Dabo, we're going to just keep criticizing you and your coaching abilities. It is what it is.
0: That's our job for this podcast. Yep. We're going to keep it real. So, um, but, yeah. Um, Now, uh, Ben, um, your thoughts with the Colorado-Oregon State game. And I'm going to just tell Colorado fans this and overall with Deion Sanders. Guys, this is his first year. Me and Ben knew this was going to happen. This is his first year, okay, with Colorado. So, second year with Colorado is going to be better. Deion Sanders knows that. I mean, it's, Ben, it's, it, we were talking about it last podcast, man. Like, are you shocked? Are you when you when you're seeing these losses with Colorado? You're, I mean, we, we were talking about it, and the answer the answer was no, right? Seriously, I mean, look, he said, but didn't you tell me you would not be surprised? I mean, you would not be surprised if Colorado if Colorado does not get another win.
1: Yeah, I said that last week. You know, they yep. they play a they play a tough schedule at the end of the season. Yep. Um, you know, especially, especially in the Pac 12 this year, yep. Pac 12, you know, has some very solid teams. They have some very yep. sneaky teams as well. Uh, yep. Mainly speaking about Arizona. Uh, nobody wants to face this Arizona team right now. Hell. Um, but to speak on this Oregon State Colorado game, you know, uh, this is a game Colorado could have won. Um, yeah. Oregon, yeah. Oregon, Oregon State outside of Damian Martinez. Uh, didn't really look the best, right? Nope, uh, nope. DJ, DJ was inaccurate. Um, you know, wasn't able to find his receivers for big plays. Um, and really, like I said, the, the main focal point was just Damian Martinez. Uh, and, you know, they got a couple of big runs from a few other, other running backs. But the biggest thing is just, man, Colorado has not ran the ball since week one. No, um, they. I don't know if they just refuse to run the ball, or if they just can't run the ball. But um, you know, it, it at one point in this game, it was like late, late in the third quarter, and Colorado only had like negative two rushing yards as a team. Um, and I think they actually finished the game with negative two rushing yards because of the Shador Sanders sacks. Yeah, negative. They they finished the game with negative seven rushing yards. Crazy. You're not, you're not going to win a football game with numbers like that. You're, you're absolutely not. And then, and then all the penalties on top of it, um, you know, they're, they're just screwing themselves. They can't, they can't convert on third down. Um, you know, this, this offense has just looked a mess. Like, they, they lost all sense of urgency. Um, you know, they don't look like they, they, they really want to be out there. They don't look comfortable anymore. They don't play with that swagger like they did in, you know, the first couple of weeks of the season against TCU and Colorado State and all that. Um, you know, it's also a Colorado team, you know, that should already have maybe five or six wins. Um, you know, it was, it was unfortunate what the loss to Stanford and the loss to what? Um, who, who they lost to? Uh, the yeah UCLA they lost oh yeah the USC one was extremely close. Um, you know they could have won the UCLA game. yep uh, like I said, they lost the Stanford game. They could have won this game against Oregon State, but they just they don't look locked in whatsoever on offense. Uh, we know they can't play defense. Uh, it's gonna be very interesting to see uh, you know what guys do uh, on their team if they decide to go pro, if they decide to come back. If they come back, they'll be a much better team next year, uh, especially if Dion's able to really target that defensive side of the football and, and that offensive line. If he can address those two issues, they'll be, a, they'll be a good team. You know, they'll, they'll be a team that wins seven or eight games next year. Um, you know, a lot of us hyped them up tremendously after that TCU victory, and, you know, they, they, they fell short, you know, pretty much ever since then, especially after that Oregon game. I think that Oregon games will really, you know, stole a lot of the life out of them. Yeah. Um, but they'll be okay. You know, this is a team that won one game last year before Dion came. Um, you know, we we know what their issues are. Their issues are are big, big issues that you sometimes can't overcome. But um, you know, no no reason to really worry. Uh, they'll be they'll be fine as a program.
0: Yep, I'm with you with there, my friend. Uh, UCLA and Arizona, any thoughts about this game, Ben? You're right about Arizona. That, I, I respect this team. I respect the hell out of, of this team. And you know, I mean, UCLA. Listen, I love, I love UCLA's defense. I love UCLA's defense. But let's keep it a beat, Ben. I like their quarterback more. I mean, he's going to learn better. But he, he's just a freshman, man. He's going to make mistakes. That's what happens when you're a freshman, right, Ben? Do you have any thoughts to say to UCLA fans? And to
1: Arizona fans, because honestly, if, I mean, if I'm an Arizona fan, i love this coach. Keep going. Yeah, so for UCLA, if I was UCLA, you know, you guys were having a really good season. You know, you guys were contending for the playoffs yeah. Uh, yeah. for a little bit. Um, but now that you guys are completely gone from the playoffs, I, I would just start Dante more for the rest of the year. I agree. Um, you know, Dante has the potential to really be something special at the college level. Yeah, something he, he has the ability to possibly be something really special at the NFL level. Uh, he's he's right there up there with uh, Nico over at Tennessee when it comes to talent.
0: I have a question um, for you. So, do you think he can he can be better than DTR or no?
1: What do you think? Yeah, he'll definitely he'll be de- he'll definitely be better than DTR. Um, you know, Dante Don. I'm not saying he he will be this guy, but Dante has a lot of similar similarities to Caleb. Okay, you know, okay. Um very, very mobile, you know, similar size, um, you know, very good arms, very accurate, uh, super competitive. Um, yeah, Dante, And that was one of the reasons why Dante chose to go to the UCLA. You know, yeah. that's why he decided to move over to UCLA because he didn't want to wait. You know, he, he knew he's talented. He, he believes in himself. And that's what you want to see in a quarterback. You want to see a guy who has – you know, almost a little bit of not selfishness, but like not even arrogance, but you know, you know, a confidence in his abilities. So, uh, Dante Moore is something special. I hope UCLA plays him for, rest of the, for the rest of the year so he can get a little bit uh, more, t- you know, time under his belt as a college starter and, uh-huh. and really try and help propel him going into next year. But man, this Arizona team, dude, um, they they made the, the quarterback switch to Noah Fafita uh, uh-huh. like five weeks like five weeks ago and they have not looked back. Uh Noah Fafita is also a freshman quarterback, I believe out of Hawaii. Yeah. Um he's he's a stud, dude. Uh if he was a little bit taller, he would really have a shot at the NFL level in a couple of years. Yeah. But he is, he, is only, he is only like five ten. Yeah uh, man is he's a playmaker, dude. He he's super gritty super tough despite his size, uh, yeah. big, big arm. I mean, the guy throws a ball on a rope. Uh, he throws a really pretty deep ball as well. Um, that sack he avoided to then pick up like a five-yard five gain or 10-yard gain or whatever was insane. Yeah. Uh, but the most exciting thing about this Arizona team uh, – the last couple of weeks that they've been on, on this tear is their defense, man. Their yes. defense swarms, swarms to the ball. They're extremely physical. They're extremely gritty. They play with the edge. Um, you know, they're, they, you know, this was like March madness and stuff. And, you know, and, and this is where I'm like slowly coming around to that 12 team playoff next year, because, a team like this Arizona squad that's really you know found their switch and just turned it up to another level. Like yeah. this is a team. This is a team that you wouldn't want to play, man. Like if they went up against Oregon, I'd be I'd be scared for Oregon a little bit. If They went up against USC again, I'd be scared for USC. Like yeah. this team gets after it, man. Um, I love watching them play, um, and I'm excited to see you know what else they can do the rest of this year to, to end their season off strong because this is a team that's going to be a – that could be really dangerous next year. So watch out for Arizona.
0: Yes. And we'll put – before we do our picks, Ben, um, uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention this game real quick, though. you have any thoughts about, you know, uh, Oklahoma getting losing to Oklahoma State by three, 24-27?
1: I mean, our buddy our buddy Andrew called this game. Um, he
0: did. So you know, drunk, man. Go
1: the, day, the day before this, uh, you know, Oklahoma had one of their star receivers get arrested for reckless and for driving reckless. He still played in the game, Jalen Farouk. Uh, he also had a really good game yep. uh, right there with, with Drake Stoops. Um, you know, it was, it was unfortunate for Oklahoma. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, they had a really, really good shot. But, uh, you know, being a team that could contend for a college football playoff spot, you know they had uh-huh. they had the win they had the win over Texas. Um, so, you know they they were playing really good football, and you know even in this game they played really good football. But you know they they met Ali Gordon. Ali uh, Gordon, only a sophomore, uh-huh. has been destroying has been destroying everybody on the ground. Um, he's the leading rusher in all of college football. He extended his lead even further this week with his performance against Oklahoma. Um, they're just a really good football team, man. They, they live and die with Ollie Gordon. And when you have a running back of his talent, uh, you're going to beat a lot of teams.
0: Facts, facts, facts. All right. Now let's go with the picks. Michigan at Penn State. And this is a 12 o'clock game. Can we, how much football? Can we please have a night game for this good game? Anyways, um, Michigan at
1: Penn State. How do you feel about this game, Ben? I'm very excited to see this game. You know, these are the two best defenses in all of college football this year, going head to head. You know, both of them have some questions on offense. I don't think Michigan runs the ball enough uh, with their two-headed with their two-headed duo. JJ yeah. um, McCarthy's been playing great, though, uh, e- even despite you know not really having a ton of weapons to throw to really just has Roman Wilson at the wide receiver spot.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: but Penn state, you know, offense hasn't looked the best, you know, Nicholas Singleton's got things going, um, uh, for the running backs, but, uh, drew Aller, man, you know, he started the season off really strong. He's, he's kind of come back down to reality the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, um, it's his first year as a collegiate starter. I believe he's only a sophomore. So, mm-hmm. um, at least for him, this game is going to be at home. So it's going to be like an all, it's going to be, a it should be an all white game where all the fans were all just nothing but white t-shirts. So it's going to be a really cool environment. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, going up against, you know, the best defense college football is going to put a lot of, uh, you know, anxiety and, and, and pressure on him to, to really, you know, have to come through and, and produce. Um, you know, you've you got to prove to us this game right here why teams at the next level should take you serious in next year's draft, um, and especially with next year's draft not being as strong as this year's draft, especially at the quarterback position. So, yeah, um, you know, this game could really make or break Drew Aller. Uh, You know, it, it could either raise this draft stock for the 2025 draft or lower it.
0: And, Ben, let yes, um, me ask you this. Will James Franklin change the narrative in this game? Because remember, he cannot be Michigan. He cannot be Ohio State. It's at Penn State. Do you think James Franklin would change this narrative? This game is it possible?
1: It's it's definitely possible. Like I said, they have a great defense. You know, do you have a great defense? You can you can usually yep make chance. you yep know yep. you can usually make things happen. Um, you know, Michigan has a great defense too. So I, I think whoever, I mean you said it when we were talking about the Alabama LSU game, you know, whoever turns the ball over first or whoever turns the ball over the most, uh, the opposing team will probably win. And I think that's what's going to happen in this game. Whoever has the most turnovers is probably going to win. Uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting. So I'm not going to say James Franklin has no chance. You know, he, you know, he hasn't had success in the past. It means he's not going to have success today. Uh, I, I don't I don't like that logic at all. So. Um, You know, they're the number nine team in the country for a reason. Um, You know, like I said, their defense has been a a big reason for that. And I don't really see it stopping. But um, I do have Michigan taking the game just by just by like three to five points.
0: Okay, do you think this is going to be high-scoring or do you think it's going to be low-scoring this game at Penn State? It, it,
1: it's going to be low-scoring. Like I said, it's two of the best defenses in the country. Okay. Uh, right, both these teams combined give up less than 20 points a game. So, yeah, um, I, I don't see this being a high-scoring
0: game whatsoever. All right, I'm going to Michigan as well. And, by the way, South of the Davis teams are too late. They're still ranked, up too to Tulane. Anyways, um, Ruto at Washington. What do you got? I'm going with Washington. They're in Washington.
1: The game's at Washington.
0: Yes, it's a 3-3 p.m. game. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, I got I got Washington. Um, you know, it's very impressive to see what Utah has been able to do without Cam Rising all season. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we've seen in, in a couple of their losses that you know having Cam Rising would have would have really benefited them. Yeah. On um, on this Washington or this Utah defense only gives up just under sixteen points per game. This Washington offense likes to score just over 40 points per game. So if Utah can keep it a close one and they can keep it, you know, below, you know, three scores, if they can keep Washington below 24 points, they have a shot, but um, it's, it's going to be a very difficult matchup, man. But if, if the game was in Utah, I might give Utah the edge, but uh, I'm going to give Washington uh, the edge since they're the home team.
0: And I wish that was a night game, but whatever. It is what it is. All right, Tennessee at Missouri. I'm going Tennessee. What about you, Ben?
1: Tennessee at Missouri. Um, you know, Tennessee is is looking to try and make a playoff push still. Yes. Um, Missouri, we'll see if Luther Burden, if his foot's okay. Um, I'm going to take Missouri, man. They, they've been very, really, very, very, very fun to watch this year. So I'm, I'm going to take the edge on Missouri over Tennessee. Okay,
0: okay, okay. Ole Miss at Georgia. Ben is your boy. Lane Kiffin gonna upset Georgia. At Georgia,
1: guarantee. Okay. Um, What do you you think? Ole Miss. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead.
1: Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin, Jackson Dart, um, Quinshawn Junkins. No boys are about to tear up this Georgia defense. Um, it should be so a very, ben, very, very fun game to watch.
0: So Ben, what's the game plan for late game for this game at Georgia? What do, you, what do you, what do you think should be the game plan?
1: Put a lot of pressure on Carson Beck, uh, force him to throw the ball to to Lad McConkey. Um, contain the edges on on Georgia's running backs. They have a lot of speed, and yeah, if they get to yep. the edges. If they get to the edges, they can really break them off with big runs. So contain the edge, uh, get after Carson Beck. And then, you know, I, I would say, um, you know, we just saw Cody Schrader just light up the Georgia defense last week. I would, I would just feed it to Quinchon Junkins, you know. Quinchon Junkins was uh, the leading rusher in all of college football last year as a freshman, as a true freshman. Uh, you know, he, he's found his footing these last two weeks. He has two back-to-back 100-yard games. Uh, he, he's one of the leading scorers in the country. Uh, I would give it to Quinchon Jenkins and, and just move out the way and, and watch him watch him tear apart this Georgia
0: defense. Okay, I'm going Mississippi as well. Let's go Ole Miss. All right. Um,
1: don't let me down, Lane.
0: Yeah, please don't let Ben down. Please, 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 please. All right. Well, we're, Jordan, but, hey, big test for Georgia defense this week. All right. Um, USC. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Duke at UNC. Ben, do you think Duke could beat UNC at UNC? Interesting. I wish this was basketball, um, right? Laugh out loud, huh? Yeah, it'll it'll be
1: basketball soon. But um, um, you know they're playing a freshman quarterback. Duke is. They're they're playing without Riley Leonard again. Um, this game would be a lot different. I would favor Duke easily in this game if they had Riley Leonard. Uh, they're gonna make this a running game. And they have yeah. the running backs to do it and stuff. But um, I'm more excited to see uh, how how bad this Duke defense makes UNC's offense look. Uh, this Duke defense is one of the better defenses in the country. Um, I really just wish Riley, Riley was playing in this game. It, it would too. be a much better matchup with Riley versus uh, Drake May. But, um, you know, that, that's a huge loss for them. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take. Sadly, sadly I'm gonna take UNC uh, for that. All right,
0: good game. You, you, Caleb Williams versus Bo Nix. Well, USC's defense responds to Alex Grinch got fired. So Ben, I'm going to Oregon. Obviously, Oregon should win this game at Oregon. But Ben, do you think this game could be close? Could be. Will USC's defense respond to Alex Grinch got fired? That one, that's interesting. Go ahead.
1: No, y'all's defense isn't responding. Your defense hasn't responded all year. Um, your defense hasn't responded in a single game since Lane Kiffin's been there. So uh, Oregon, Oregon should win this game pretty easily. Uh, you, you, sadly, your guys' defense just isn't going to be able to stop Oregon. Um, uh, Bo Nix has only been sacked four times on the season. He only has two interceptions. He doesn't get touched. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's completing his passes at almost eighty fucking percent, which is yeah, an an insane thing to even think about. Yeah, Um, he he should be able to just pick him. He should be able to just sit in that pocket and pick apart your defense. Um, But at the end of the day, you can't count you guys out. You know, Oregon has a great defense, but Caleb Williams is a former Heisman winner just last season. So yeah, and you got you guys are one of the better offenses in the entire country. So. You guys are going to try and put up points. And, and it's not like Oregon's defense does stop supposing teams from putting up points. You know, exactly, they just, exactly. They, they, they've given up, I think, 30 twice already on the, on so the years So you so might I, as
0: well bet the over, right? Huh.
1: I would bet the over on points total for sure, yeah. Um, okay. I, but I'm, I'm taking Oregon uh, with this game being in Eugene. Oh, my goodness.
0: I, I'm hitting my head right now. I forgot about this game. Arizona at Colorado. I'm going Arizona, but – do you think Colorado can upset them? Well, most likely not. Is that Colorado?
1: Um, they can upset them. Yeah, they can obviously upset them. Um, you know,
0: Colorado's
1: got a good offense. Yeah, they're they're playing stagnant right now, but um, you know, they, they got the guys that go off at, at any moment. Um, but this Arizona team, like when I when I was talking when I was talking about them earlier. This is not an Arizona team that you want to face right now. Uh, nope, nope. They're playing. They're playing with a lot of poise. They play with a lot of toughness. Uh, they're playing together as a team on both sides of the ball. Um, they're 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 just a very very dangerous team to go up against right now with, with everyone just completely locked in and yeah. bought in to try and win football games. So I'm, I'm gonna take Arizona. I, I just think they're way too scrappy of a team for this Colorado football club that just. Does not look interested in playing right now.
0: That's a that's a 11 a.m. game for you. Jesus Christ, come on, college football, damn. Anyways, um, now let's go with week week nine recap, um, and yeah, um, and enjoy a week eleven of college football, ladies and gentlemen. Now, um, Tennessee and the Steelers, um, Ben. I wish. Tennessee fans can keep it real. I hate, I I hate how some Tennessee fans are getting out of Andrew. And Andrew, I, I respect you, Andrew, because you always keep it real. You always keep it real, box talking quarterback weakness. But no, no, seriously, shout out to the Steelers. I don't know how Mike Tomlin is doing it again with Mike Canada as the OC. So good win for the Steelers. Shout out to Jim, Jim Warren. Um they're using him a lot. Shout out to Dante Johnson. Uh great game for him. And prayers for Trevon Burks, man. I mean, that was a bad throw by Will Levis, but Ben, your thoughts, and now Will Levis will be the starter for the moving forward for Tennessee, as I respect Tennessee for doing that because they're trying to see if, he, if Will Levis is the real deal and the future quarterback for them. I respect the head on of Tennessee for doing that. But anyways, Ben, your thoughts, and shout out to the Steelers once again.
1: Yeah, shout out to the Steelers, man. Staying, staying relevant even in times where football fans, you know, would maybe think they're in a rebuild. So uh, you know, shout out to them for being five and three at this point in the season. Um, you know, know they, they probably doing. played they probably played one of their better games of the year. You know, they they were able to run the ball. Uh Kenny Pickett didn't have didn't throw for a, a crap ton of yards, but you know yeah. the throws he made were, were very important ones. Um for Tennessee, they they were able to keep it close, you yeah. know, for the whole duration of the game. They were even you know, put they even put themselves in position to possibly even win the game. But you know, the, the rookie quarterback unfortunately wasn't able to replicate what he did the, the prior week. Yeah, um, you know, I, I think Will has you know, he has potential to be something to be a good quarterback in this league. He definitely has the arm talent. Um, you know, he can flick it downfield, uh, or he can throw it downfield with just a flick of a wrist. Um, you know, he, he's athletic enough to. to Improvise and make plays with his legs. Um, you know, I, I, I'm happy that they're playing him, or even I'd rather see Malik Willis as well instead of Ryan Tannehill. So I'll give him that credit. You know, for for looking yeah. forward to, for looking forward to the future. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Steelers, man. Jalen Warren, like you said, he's, he's yeah. been very good for them the last two or three weeks. Um, Najee Harris, you know, has been relatively good these, these last two games for them as well. So, you know, they're playing in an upper, in an upper trajectory. You know, they got to win these games to stay relevant in that conference where three teams are five and three. So, shout-out to the
0: Steelers for that victory, man. Yeah, another winning season with Tomlin. I don't know how he does it, but shout-out to you, Tomlin. All right, now, Dolphins, Chiefs, and Ben, I mean, they're getting at your boy Tua, man. You know what they're saying about Miami? They're all overrated, man. They, they can't beat – they contenders, and it is what it is. We've got to keep it rolling this podcast. And the Chiefs, good win for them. Um I'm just you know what's so funny about the Chiefs, Ben? Their defense is good. I've got to give them credit with that, right? it is very good. Um their offense does not does, does not scare me, but but I don't but listen, you know you know what their philosophy is, Ben? They have Patrick Mahomes. As long as you have this man, anything anything can happen. Seriously. So shout out to the Chiefs. And I feel bad for Miami, man, because they have potential, man. And I, it's obvious that they missed a rookie running back. It's so obvious because I mean, and, and credit to Miami's defense, they stepped up in the second half. It's just the offense for Miami was, uh, you know. And I know people are getting at Tua for missing those throws, uh, which Tyree killed, yada yada yada. But man, we got to keep it real. What was your thoughts about his performance? And uh, I, to me, this game was done when Tyree killed, pumping the ball, man. That's when that's when the Chiefs defense answered, and they they. Um, you know, they scored that, they scored, up, they scored to that. So, your thoughts, and all I can tell, Chiefs fans, their defense is legit, and they're pretty much the same thing as last year, Ben. I mean, offensively, who are you scared about? It's just Kelsey and hoping the other guys step up, right? Seriously.
1: Yeah, Miami, you know, they play the best brand of football on the offensive side of the ball. Um you know the the game it's, it's pretty much a 14-14 game when you take away that fumble for a touchdown. Back back. back. Um so there, there's nothing that the defense for Miami should hold their heads down about. Like you said Tua Tua did miss some throws. Um you know which is kind of not like Tua. So right. um you know and, and it's it's very unfortunate that they lost this game. Um you know I definitely do think Devin Ashane, or A-Chain, however, however you want to pronounce his last name, uh, would have made a maybe a bit of a difference because of the he would've, speed would've, and yeah. stuff. And obviously, you know, you can trust him out of the backfield. Um, and and it's very, very scary when they when they have their two running back sets with Mostert and A-Chain on the field together. Uh, yeah. Just because both of them are so quick. And they don't really need too much space uh, to to make a big play. So um, yeah. I definitely think it would have been a different outcome if, if a chain play. But gotta yeah. give it up to the Chiefs, man. They didn't play the best brand of football on offense. Um, you know, Pacheco was probably the only consistent thing that they had going on game. Yeah, and they can they came out victorious against a very solid Miami Miami team. So. Um, shout out to Mahomes and, and the Chiefs for being able to find a way to get it done, but yeah, definitely the, the Chiefs aren't a team that should scare you at all. Uh, their defense is very solid, but offensively, like you said, um, outside of you know Travis Kelsey, you, who, who really worries you, you know you can, Kadarius Tony and M aren't. Aren't going to scare you, ben, their best Sky, Sky, Sky Moore in. is not going to scare you, and yeah, and yeah. Rashid Rice is still a rookie, so yeah, um, you know their, their offense is not anything to to be worried about on a, on a nightly basis, um, especially without you know Tyree Hill being able to tear apart any defense.
0: Yeah, Ben, um, you know, it, I mean, well, obviously, and that explains the chief's office for you. Now I'm kidding. Um, no, no, but seriously, Ben, um You know, sadly, their best weapon last year, after Kelsey was Juju, and that's when there. And there you go. Anyways, now um Vikings pockets. Um Great game, by the way. Shout out to our guy Jody, man. He was at the game and he saw his. um You know, the first acquisition of he bought
1: tickets to see them lose. Oh my goodness! And
0: Ben, they scored 28 uh, again. And remember, Ben, what, what yep. happened when they? But I, I got a question for you. What happens when the Falcons score twenty-eight? They lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, there you go. But anyways, listen, we love you, Jody. But listen, Ben, here's my deal, right? And this is and this I mean, is what the don't be,
1: putting, don't be putting don't be putting words in my
0: mouth. <laughs> well, listen, i I'll, no, I'll
1: all say, about
0: I'll Jody. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say this, Ben. Um, this is what the Falcons get, right? We know they knew what they were getting at Taylor Honeykey. I mean, listen, and, and, you know, Desmond Ritter is a rookie. He was a rookie last year, yada, yada, yada. But, Ben, this is what they get, right? So Arthur Smith was like, you know what? Let me get quarterbacks for my system, right? Because remember, Ben, they had an opportunity to get the Georgia boy. To, he's from Georgia, Deshaun Watson. They have our two opportunities to get Lamar Jackson. That didn't happen. So, Ben, this is what the Falcons get, right? You Ben, you know Taylor Haneke. We know what he is. But, Ben, he's from Georgia. It doesn't make a difference, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, listen, Ben, I, w- I want to make Falkers fans happy, but I can't because Jody hates Arthur Smith. I don't blame him because, Ben, what's with like Arthur Smith and B. Robinson? But anyways, shout-out shout out to, um, you know, uh, the, uh, you know, um, me, I'm sorry. Um,
2: the quarterback Dobbs.
0: um yeah, There we go. Josh Dobbs, thank you very much. Uh, praise for Jordan Hall. Uh, shout-out to Brandon Powell, by the way. But, no, Joshua Dobbs, Josh Dobbs did, did his thing, Ben. Uh, he's a serviceable, serviceable quarterback, um, and he played well. I mean, he, played, he stepped up for his job. And uh, But, Ben, what can you tell Falcon fans? And, and Dobbs, I'm so happy for you. This was, is was a great story for you. You know, you, you were playing for the Cardinals. Now you played for the Vikings, and you got the win. So, Ben, the Vikings playoff is still alive because I thought they were they were done because Cousins got hurt. But great win for them. And, Ben, like I said, this is what the Falcons get because they have the opportunity to get Lamar and – on Watson, and Ben, you told Falcon fans you had Taylor Honeke, and we know what Taylor Honeke is. Ben, remember? Remember what Jody said? Taylor is from Georgia, Ben. He's a Georgia player, but go ahead, Ben.
1: Um, big win for Josh Dodds, man. You know, yeah. this, this is actually his third team this year. He started the preseason with Cleveland, yeah. and then he went to Arizona, and now he's with Minnesota. So three teams in the same year, uh, very hard thing to do. Um, so shout out, shout out Josh Dobbs and and just his professionalism to you know be able to just jump into an organization and and try and pick up the system and and, and play at the highest level in which he can play. I mean, like you said, he came in for Jaron Hall, which Jaron Hall, you know, he started that first drive really well. You know, he played he well, very yeah. consist- he was very consistent, he had two nice runs. Um and you know, unfortunately went out with that concussion and you know Josh Dobbs came in and, and he came and got the team to come back and get the victory. Um, you know, you, you can't say anything bad about this guy. Um, you know, and, and just I feel honestly I feel bad because just like a couple of weeks ago on Andrew's show, we were talking about Josh Dobbs and I had mentioned like, you know, this guy used to work for NASA, you know. Yeah, he, he, he came into the NFL. You know, and it, didn't, it wasn't working out, so he left to go work for NASA and, you know, do what he got his his scholarship in college for, and then obviously got the call to come back into the NFL. And I had made the comment that he, you know, with the way Arizona was going, uh, and with Kyler Murray, you know, looming in the background and coming back, that Dobbs should just go back and to do what he was doing, you know, yeah. save his save save the hits on him and all that and. Uh, you know, I, I apologize, Josh Dahl, for, for, telling, for making a comment on what you should do about your career because, yeah. um, you know, you're playing at a, at a very, very respectable level yes. uh, this season. You know, you're, you're playing the best brand of football you ever have. Um, and to come in and, you know, get a comeback victory on the road in your very first game ever after just recently being traded to the team and to, to beat the Falcons. Um, what an exceptional victory, man. I, I can't say anything negative negative about Josh Todd's performance. Uh for the Falcons, man, yeah, Taylor Heineke it, Taylor Heineke should only be playing in the National Football League um if your starter is hurt. Um yes. no there Desmond Ritter is healthy. There I understand he's had some bad performances. But he's also had some good ones, you know, and this is also a guy, you know, who hasn't even played a full season of football yet. Uh, So he's going to have some bumps and bruises on on his way of trying to figure things out. And to take him out for Taylor Heineke, who you know what you're going to get from him, I think was the most idiotic move they could have made. And then on top of that, Arthur Smith, what, like, what, what is, the vendetta that you have with Bijan Robinson, like what did Bijan, what did Bijan do to you to just, you know, slowly take away his workload? Like I get it, I get the splitting carries with Tower Algier, especially after the thousand-yard season he had. But you guys were executing so much with Bijan out of the backfield as a receiver, and you guys have just completely gone away from it, and it makes no sense because. Bijan's super electric in open space when he has the ball in his hands. So I don't understand why they wouldn't want to, you know, keep doing that. But um, it's very confusing what Atlanta is doing. Um, I, I have, you know, obviously they, they play in that terrible division, but so they still got an opportunity to make the playoffs. But they, they got to switch things up, man. You, you can't be playing tar- Taylor Heineke. You can't be avoiding Bijan in the offensive game. Um and, and the defense can't give up thirty-one points to to a uh to a starting quarterback for his first time in, in a new organization, Josh Dobbs. Uh, it, he literally just, got there last week. <laughs> y- oh, yeah, man. like you, you can't you can't lose that game if you're an Atlanta Falcons, man. You guys were you guys are playing such good football for 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 a good portion of the season and I would hate to see Atlanta uh digress after starting off so well.
0: Oh man, you know what's crazy? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna talk about this game real quick. Uh, just real quick, shout out to Chris Olave, shout out to Jerome John Johnson. Um, um, you know, uh, well, actually, Tyson Hill throwing him, shout out to him. Um, you know what's crazy, Ben Lion fans, Bears fans, apparently, there's Tyson Badger fans getting at Andrew Drell Jones. I mean, it was cra- you know what's crazy about that Bears fan? He was telling Andrew, Oh my goodness, Tyson Badgett has a great passer rating, and guess what happens, Ben? He throws a pick. Uh, and it, when he throws a pick, that fan was gone. But anyways, um, that was funny. By the way, I don't know why Bears fans. I, I don't know why Tyson Badger fans even argue with Andrew. But it is what is what it is. So Ben, your thoughts? Um, good. I mean, I mean, hey, I mean, the Bears are pretty much tanking. You know, pretty much they have two first, two top ten picks. Congratulations for them. But no, overall, uh, what, what's your thoughts? I mean, like I said, it's not Chris Olave and not John Johnson.
1: I don't know where this. Good Tyson Bajant QBR is exactly. coming from his his best his best game was that Raiders game. Outside of that, he's had below a sixty five QBR rating. So um, I I don't get where this oh he's playing so freaking well. He's thrown five interceptions in the last two games with two, with two touchdowns. So this Tyson Bajen, well he's he's a good football player. No, he just had. Ben, he 697 yards. Ben, that's cool. Don't care. Threw it <laughs> through exactly three interceptions. Right. He threw three interceptions against the Saints defense. Exactly. Um, good shout out to the Saints. I'm not going to say a lot about this game because I don't really care about this game. Uh, but yeah, good win for Derek Carr. Uh, Taysom Hill with back to back very good games. If he's available in your fantasy league, people go pick him up. Uh, he, he, they're start they're starting to get him a lot more involved. So. They love him. They only um, love him. But don't know why. But yeah, shout out shout out the Saints for for the for the win. Uh, they continue to stay relevant in their conference as well.
0: Yeah. Um, and by the way, shout out to the Rams. They you know they you know they released um you know Brett what, what I can't say his last name. Who cares. They signed Dresser when it was they crazy. They signed, they signed both of them, and they both got released because they got Carson Wentz. So, so guess what, Ben So the Rams got a number one. Pay, they had a number one pick of Jared God. They, they traded him uh, Now they signed a number former, uh, a former number two pick, Carson Wentz. So there you go. I, th- I mean, I think McVeigh should hop a lot. Ben do you think they signed Carson Wentz? Maybe because maybe he looks like McVeigh. No, I'm I, I can't do that. Um, but listen. But listen, all, in all seriousness, south center to the Packers. We don't have to talk about all of this game, but south Center to the Packers. Good win for them for them, I guess. South, and shout to Jordan Love. There you go. All right. Um
1: now. Yeah, I think I think we all knew that the Rams weren't gonna win with Brett Rapier. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Especially with Bryce. Anyways, um No, I'm not Bryce, Ryan, whatever last they make. All right, um, Commanders Patriots, I feel like both teams wanted to make Eye, right. but Ben, you're a commander fan. How, how do you feel about this game? Shout out to Sam Howell, that was a great pass to Dog Doxson. And uh, yeah, man, and, and and here's the deal, Ben. I love Patriot fans, Lucas Gator, he, he's a realist. But here's my thing Lucas wants my, Michael Penix, and I get it right. But my thing, here's my thing, Ben, even if they get Michael Penix, there's still listen, even if he's good, Ben, my thing with the Patriots, they still don't have a receiver one, they don't have that, Ben. And but it is what it is. Now, Ben, your thoughts real quick. I mean, I mean, Patriot fans, regardless if you want a quarterback or not, it's not gonna it's not gonna fix that it's a, your offense issue. But go ahead, Ben. The floor is yours. So seriously, Ben, we gotta keep it real. We gotta keep it real on the show.
1: Yeah, um, I wanted to lose this game, honestly. Um, yeah, know. You know, I want I want the better draft pick now as well. You know, but um, I'm not gonna complain about a win. Uh, you know, it keeps us it keeps us somewhat relevant. Uh, this season, uh, I don't I don't think we made the playoffs, but, um, you know, it, it's good. It's good to get a couple of victories under your belt, you know, especially with this organization with so much bad juju and stuff that randomly pops up that, um, you know, a win sometimes change changes the atmosphere culture. So um, I wasn't happy with this game, though, man, you know, we didn't play the best brand of football on the defensive side of the ball. No, uh, obviously. Obviously, we held you all to 17, which is like one of the lower point totals that we we've, we've allowed the team to do all season. But um, we got no pressure on Matt Jones, not not an ounce of pressure on Matt Jones. Yeah. Um, you know, we traded away two guys that, you know, I, I believe had 12 to 13 sacks combined on the season. Yeah. And they would have been big time in this game. You know, I'm sure Montez definitely would have got a sack. I'm sure Chase Young maybe would have got half a sack or a sack himself as well. But, um, yeah, we got no pressure. You know, people were talking about, oh, man, JSW and casey Tino, <laughs> they're they're, they're going to be just fine. They're going to be just fine. Um, and, and, and they might be. You know, they might be just fine. But, um, you know, they, they weren't able to get – to, to Matt Jones whatsoever. You know, he had a lot of time on you know, a lot of plays to just stand there in the pocket and, and try and make throws. Uh, thankfully, he wasn't able to make enough to, to win in the football game. But, hey ben, did the fans yeah, tell it, you? It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't our best performance.
0: Yeah. Did the fans tell you, hey, Ben, look at Forbes. He played well, too.
1: Shit. No, nah, I mean, shout out to Forbes, you know, but because I, I believe Forbes is going to be very good. I do yes. believe he's going to be a very good corner one day, right? Um, you know, it's just unfortunate that, you know, he, he had to play some very good wide receivers. It's unfortunate yeah. that our defensive coordinator, you know, put him in those positions as a rookie to go up against, you know, uh, all pro uh, all pro caliber uh, wide receivers. But uh, it, it is what it is. You know, he, he had a good game, though, but. Um, You know, I I expect you to have a good game against Patriot wide receivers and and Patriot tight ends, but um, yeah, nonetheless, you know, I'll take a positive game for Emmanuel Ford, and especially uh, after some of the stuff he's he's gone through this season with with some of the the terrible matchups that our defensive coordinator has put him in.
0: Yes, yes. All right, Seattle and the Ravens, Ben. I am a believer of this team. I mean, people probably will call me crazy. But I don't care. I like what I'm seeing, man. I, I, I don't care. This was my Super Bowl um, teams. Uh, well, actually, but this one of the Super Bowl teams. The Ravens. They shut out the Seattle. Um, not surprising. The Ravens were a better team overall. Um, Lamar Jackson has the weapons now, man. Flowers. He's got pants, right? And shout out to um, the running backs. They're playing well. I shout out to um, that. Um, excuse me. That school. That um, you know. What you say? That running back. Um, you know, oh, Keith, Keith, right.
1: Keith, Keith and Mitchell went to Eastern Carolina.
0: Thank you, thank, thank you very much. Thank you very, that's where that's where Chris Austin went. Um, thank you, yep. thank you, thank you, thank C- you. CJ
1: CJ Two K.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So with we, with that being said, though, no, but seriously, Ben, you, you have to. We have to be impressed with this Ravens team. I mean, Doug Doug is way better than, uh, than Greg Roman by far, it's not even close. Um, the, the offense. I mean, the offense. It's just the beginning with his offense. I love this defense. I love this defensive there. I like what I'm seeing, Ben. And I think the Ravens are going to be – I would not be surprised if they can be the Chiefs. I mean, they, they, they have the potential to do it as long as Lamar Jackson's healthy. If I'm a Seattle fan, I'm not even mad you lost to a better team. Right, Ben? I'm being serious. I'm being serious.
1: Um, I'd be mad if I was a Seattle fan simply because, you know, our offense only put up three points in our defense that just added Leonard Williams – who's supposed to stop the run game, gave up 37 and and 300 yards on the ground. Um, So if I was a Seattle fan, I'd be a a bit upset with his performance. You know, you're a team that can usually run the ball very well with Kenneth Walker and and Zach Charbonnet, and you only put up 28 yards. You know, this this is an offense that has three playmakers on the outside and DK Lockett and JSN, and you average three yards per play. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, they were terrible on third down. They only picked up one third down all game. One of 12. You know, that's yeah. just a recipe. That's a recipe for a disaster. 20 minutes yeah. of time and possession. Like, the Ravens doubled them up on time of possession. Um, so, I mean, Seattle just played a god-awful brand of football, man. Yes, um, they did. just It was absolutely atrocious. You know, you gave up 515 total yards of offense. Like, Seattle i understand you guys are a young defense but holy crap man like <laughs> um you can't give up to a rookie you can't give up you can't allow a rookie um to have nine carries for 138 like keep yeah. like that's why i said it on andrew's show Keaton mitchell looked like he was chris johnson out there man yeah, he was yeah. he was blowing by everybody he was hitting every single hole and just taking it for 20 30 yards um you know great job by Keaton mitchell you know Gus Gus Edwards continues to find the end zone. He he just added two more touchdowns uh, to his season total after getting three last week. So five hey ben, touchdowns do, in Do two, the Ravens fans still want to
0: trade Patrick Queen? <laughs> That's funny. It, it, it wasn't
1: it wasn't a Ravens fan that told me that. It was like it was just a a, a person on Twitter that was like that said he knew NFL stuff and was talking telling you. Oh yeah, Patrick. They're gonna trade Patrick Queen. Like blah, so blah 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 blah. They have Roquan Smith. They don't need him. Like, no, no. They they need Patrick Queen. Like one one linebacker isn't just isn't gonna be able to do the job by itself. Nope. Um and, and Patrick Queen does stuff that Roquan doesn't, and Roquan does stuff that Patrick doesn't. So they they complement each other extremely well. Like why the hell? With the Ravens get rid of that, especially Patrick Queen. He's what 24, 25 years old. Super yeah, he's young. Still young. Like, he's still he's still continuing to get better year after year after year. But like, you don't yeah, get he's... rid of you don't get rid of that, that young core of Kyle Hamilton, Roquan, and Patrick Queen. Like that's yeah, the future of the defense. Yeah, that's the future of your defense. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton's not even in his prime yet. Nope. 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 <laughs> you know, he's he's only in his second year, but yeah, great performance by the Ravens. Um, What's this, four <coughs> – excuse me. Is this, yeah. what, four, four weeks in a row they scored 30 or more? Or so? Yeah, that's, that's,
0: that's um, very scary. That's very scary.
1: Yeah, so, you know, they're, they're starting to click on offense, you know, especially at the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, they didn't necessarily look like they were jailing offensively. I think no, no, no. Some, some of it had to do with, you know, some injuries. You know, yeah. they had some offensive line men get banged up, um, you know, um, what else? But, yeah, they were just banged up in the earlier of the season. So I think, you know, that just messed, it, messed with some continuity stuff. But, you know, now that the large percentage of their team is, you know, fully healthy, they're, they're playing a great great brand of football. And they're not a team that you necessarily want to play right now, you know. Um, they're, they're only going to continue to get better the more and more some of these young guys keep playing. So um, shout-out to the Ravens, man. Shout-out to the DMV. Um, you know, the Ravens are – are looking like a legit football team this year.
0: Well, speaking <clears throat> of a quarterback that I love watching him. We we love watching him, Ben. As shout out to California did, He see this job, man. He, he keeps growing and growing and growing, that he's the best quarterback in this draft. And it's 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 you know, you me, Ben, you told the you know on this podcast, you told the audience, even you were uh about this kid. I mean, at this point, trust every. Quarterback from California, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to the California natives, quarterback that's that's from California. Uh shout out to CD St. Stroud, man. He's playing well, man. I'm so happy for the kid. He's breaking the Ohio State curse. You know, I'm not really surprised about his connection with Tate Dell and the other receivers. I mean, shout out to the Miko Ryans. This team is fun to watch, Ben. And I'm so happy for Texas fans, Ben. They went from Deshaun Watson to uh CJ Stroud, Ben. What do you got to say about this game? This was a great game. Uh, it's tough to see this job, man. He's breaking the Ohio State curse, Kurt, uh, man. I'm, I'm happy that he's doing it. And I'm sure you're happy as well for him.
1: Yeah, I'm super happy for CJ, man. Um, you know, there's a lot of people disrespecting his name when he was at college.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, people saying he wasn't as good as he, you know, people thought he was, uh, that, you know, he lacked, he you know, a lot more talent than he was actually showing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then at the end of the day, I mean, obviously myself, uh, you know, you always worry about the Ohio State curse, but, yes. um, you know, someone's bound to break it eventually. You know, pe- we, for a long time, I'm sure the Bo- people thought the Boston Red Sox would never break the curse, and, and they did. You
0: know, they did. Um,
1: it, it took them, what, like 90 years? But,
2: yeah,
1: um, you know, over time, someone's going to come along and, and – and, be the be the person who puts that be be the person who puts his name on the map, school on the map, and all that. and And C J. Stroud ha- has stepped up to that plate, and and has taken that role as being the guy from Ohio State who who can actually play quarterback at the next level. And um, him being a California kid, uh, me me not being from Cali, but me have living here the last 10, 11 years, I kind of call myself a California guy. So. To see someone uh, come from out here and and play at the highest level, and you know, break the single season, uh, our single game passing yards uh, by a rookie um, to have five touchdowns, zero interceptions, uh, well, only one interception on the whole season. Yeah, um, you know, he, he just he just beat up beat a, a Buccaneers defense that's not a bad defense at all yeah. by any means. You know, they have. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, they have a very good front line. They have phenomenal linebackers. They have very good DBs, especially at the quarterback position. And he just came in here and balled out. Um, I told I told one of my buddies, uh, Cody, that C.J. <clears throat> Stroud was going to have a bounce back game after oh, that yeah. bad performance against Carolina. Car- that Impressive, Carolina yeah. game was <clears throat> was his worst game that he had had all season. Oh, my Lord. Um, it was the only game all season where he had not scored a touchdown. So uh, I expected him to come out. I didn't, and I expected him to come out and have a good game. I didn't expect him to come out and, and, and do what he did, uh, you know, to, to also get involved, you know, three of your receivers that have over a hundred yards, four, <clears throat> four of his receivers had a touchdown. I mean, it, it it just shows you that, you know, he, he gets through his progressions. He finds the open receivers. he, He makes beautiful passes. I mean, that touch, that game winning touchdown to Tank Dell, that throw in the back of the end zone, that's a dot. Oh, yeah. That's a great freaking throw, man. Um, I'm so happy of CJ. Um, The Texans, uh, I I wanted them to get Bryce Young for this exact reason. I agree. They have the playmakers, they have the defense, uh, they have. You know, a, a very good front line, and especially compared to what Bryce has in oh, Carolina. Um, you know, and I knew Bryce could could do this stuff, but I also knew CJ would be a very good quarterback at the NFL level. Well, especially I'm just, in this I'm, system, I'm, because I, has, I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm so happy to see the season that he's having.
0: And especially in this system, because he has better coaching, but and a better roster. But that's long as he knows that man. I mean, and that's what happens. People, fans don't understand. When you get picked by a number one pick, and when you're a good quarterback and you get picked with a number one pick, usually you're gonna play bad because that team. There's a reason why that team was the number one pick, right? But it is what it is, man. It is what it is. We tell fans that. But yeah, and and, and
1: and on top of that, like they didn't even have the original number one pick. No. They had to and give up a. They had to give up a crap ton to get it, and it's it really hindered them. To, like to to get. I get it they wanted Bryce because they wanted yeah. their, their franchise guy, but yeah, they could have – I feel like they could have done it in a way without giving up DJ Moore. I would not have – like, if anything, I would have given up Brian Burns. Like, because you could have given up Brian Burns and then maybe not have had to give up uh, some of your draft assets, you know, because Brian Burns, in my eyes, would be a little bit more valuable than DJ Moore, right? So, um I, I would have maybe have tried to move Brian Burns, kept D.J. Moore, and then added Adam Thielen also because imagine if Bryce had D.J. Moore and Adam Thielen. He'd be in a lot better position than he is currently.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, still got, still have a problem with that online, line, but I feel you. All right. But anyway. But, but at,
1: least, at least he would have a guy that he knew that he could yeah. throw up the ball
0: to and trust I is going to catch him, you know? That. I will give you that because after Adam Adam Thielen, God bless America for Bryce Young. All right, um, Raiders. Uh, just real quick, uh, John, this is what you get. And listen, first of all, we don't listen. We don't root for failures. We don't do that in here in this podcast. But listen, pray for the dental Jones. Uh, it sucks that he you know has an injury like this, like a you know a torn Achilles or a torn ACL. It sucks, man. We don't want we to- don't to- want to torn torn ACL. Fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But but. but but this is what the Giants get, man. I mean you should have played on Barkley over Daniel Jones and apparently Joe Shine was at the USC game. So they might pick Michael Penix or Caleb Warren. But it doesn't matter, man. You need more receivers for your quarterback. Your own lot I mean the Giants are a mess, man. Let's keep it a bit. I feel bad for Brian Dibbles. I mean who knows? Who knows, Ben? Maybe you'll get fired in two years or the next year. Maybe you will go back to Bama. You'll welcome back him in Bama. But anyway, with that being said he's got a,
1: he's got a, he's got a seat whenever he wants to.
0: Exactly, exactly, exactly. But listen, man, shout-out to the Raiders. I, you know what? I don't know if they're going to pick. I don't know if they're going to, you know, um, I don't know if they're going to keep Pierce or not. But shout-out shout out for his first win against his former team. And if, listen, if they do, that it would be it cool. It would be nice. But shout-out to the Raiders. Good win because it was a great response since the fire on Josh But, man, what, what's your thoughts, man? Because I want Raider Nation. I want Raider fans to be happy. And when the Raiders are good, it's fun for football. So, Ben, your thoughts? And I'm happy for Pierce. You know, in all seriousness, I know it was against the Giants, but shout out Pierce for his first win. In all, in all seriousness, seriously. I mean,
1: <clears throat> this is the second time in just a short few years that the Raiders play their best brand of football the day yes. after they fired fire their coach, right? About you damn know, time. they when they when they fired Gruden, the very next game they played very well. You know, now, th- now this year they fired McDaniel's, and the very next game they play well. So
0: and they had a cigar uh, after the game. Keep going, yeah. Maybe,
1: maybe they need to just keep firing their head coaches every oh, year. Oh my goodness, they'll, so play, they'll play good. But just fire your head coach after every game. You'll, <laughs> maybe. They play very. They play. They play well the next week. So, yeah. But no, good, good win. Uh, like you said, uh you know, Pierce got a win over his former team that he played for when he was in the NFL. Ironically, um
0: yeah.
1: One thing I liked about Pierce is, is guess what he did? He gave the ball to Josh Jacobs. Yes, sir. And, and what what, do, you it, know, what and, do you know, Ben? What do you know, Ben? And and what did Josh what did Josh Jacobs do? Gave you two two scores. Um would to would have liked to see Josh Jacobs get incorporated in the passing game. Like uh, yes, he has been all season. He's yeah. been very he's been very, very good as, as a receiver for them out of the yeah. backfield. Um and especially in the games where he wasn't able to get so much going on the ground, but yeah, um, you know, he, he freed my man Josh Jacobs. He gave him the ball and he yes, trusted he him. And, and Josh, Josh Jacobs, you know, rewarded that trust with with two scores and just under 100 yards on the ground. So, uh, big win for the Raiders. Definitely, football is, is very fun to watch when the Raiders are a good are a good team. Um, for the for the Giants, yeah, we we never wish any ill will on anybody. Uh, we want to see everybody succeed, you know, yes. in life in general. Uh, but, you know, with with that it comes a little bit of criticism. And <clears throat> my criticism is just, you know, a lot of people told you you overpaid for Daniel Jones. Yes, they did. Um, I don't think any of us, you know, predicted Daniel to, to be some injury guy because he hasn't right. been in the past. But, you know, just off his level of play, you know, a lot of us – Thought he didn't deserve that forty-plus million dollars,
2: um, nope.
1: and and he doesn't. Um, and, and some of it you had mentioned might have to do with that receiving core. Yes. you know they, they they've tried to add pieces in the draft with like Wondell Robinson and what Kadarius Tony. Yeah, um, and I, there's another guy I, I'm missing, but um, they haven't worked Wyatt, out. Wyatt, then,
0: Jalen Wyatt, yeah.
1: Well, Jalen Wyatt's a rookie this year. They're just not well,
0: incorporating Well, I forgot to Darius Slayton. Uh, uh, he's a Wonder Robinson. in Shepard. I, uh, Hodges, keep going. Yep, yep.
1: But but anyways, none of those guys, you know, have been productive nope. in a major in a major yeah. way. Darius, right. Darius Slayton deals with injuries every year. Yeah. Sterling Shepard deals with injuries every year. Wando Robinson, for some reason, can't separate even though he's exceptionally fast. Um, you know they, they brought in Darren Waller, <coughs> who unfortunately got who got hurt. Yeah. But um, you know the, their their wide receiving core is very lackluster. Yeah, it is uh, for for the most part. And um, you know last year we gave this team a lot of praise for, yeah. for their ability to to be over five hundred, um, but. That defense won them a crap ton of games. Yes, last they year. did. That defense, a defense played absolutely out of its mind. And you know, this year they they progressed, and and that was one of the reasons why they decided to move on from from one of their uh, premier um, D linemen and Winter Williams. So yeah, um, you know the team this year and, and the roster how it's constructed, they're they're playing more like the the Giants and uh, how we thought they would play last year, but. Yeah, uh, I'm sh- I'm sure Dayball gets it turned around, but they they gotta address the offensive line, continue to continue to add pieces there, and you gotta gotta find th- your quarterback a more reliable target to throw the ball. I agree. To.
0: That's really, <clears really <clears throat> like throat> throat> you you
1: saw you saw you saw we we've-, we've seen it. You know, like um, A.J. Brown. You know, he goes from Tannehill to Hurts. He has the best season he's ever. Had in his entire career, like
0: with Tua, um, Tua
1: yeah. yeah, with Tua and Tyree killed, you know, Tyree pace to break the single season uh, record held by Calvin Johnson. Like when, when you get your quarterback, someone who is extremely consistent on a nightly basis, like
0: it's gonna they, work out.
1: they they really elevate the level of play on the whole team. So y'all gotta get whoever your quarterback is for the future a more reliable and consistent target to throw the ball to.
0: Yep, you can't win by yourself. That's that's for sure. All right. Now, um, Cowboys-Eagles, by the way, man, great game. It was a great game. I, honestly, man, I hate the officials this weekend. It was so bad with the rough and the passer, especially your game. I don't know what you expect your defender to do, but it is what it is. Uh, we just got to get used to it. Um, great game overall, <laughs> though. I mean, I mean, I, you know what's crazy, Ben? Cowboys had so many opportunities. To win this game. I mean, I guess you could say the um, you know the, uh, the flags kind of helped him in a way, which kind of did. But here, here, here's my thing. I don't know what I don't know what coaches do, Ben. Uh, here, and here's the deal, right? Now I know I know why they would try to give Turby the ball because Turby was having a good game. He had two touchdowns, um, and Dad was trying to give him the ball at, at the last minute. Um, you know, for me, if I was coach, Ben, I would always give the ball. To the best player uh, for, for the last play. I don't know what the Cowboys were thinking, that's why I was not a believer on the Cowboys, right? I mean, no, no that, and, and, and guess what people, and you know what's crazy, Ben? You know, after the game, people are going to be like, oh, that I'll play uh, Jalen, which he did, but he lost. But at the end of the day, Ben, here's why I wasn't high on the Cowboys. Number one, I, I love their defense because it's Dan Quinn. No shit, right? But I was, I'm not high on Mike McCarthy. He benefited because of Rodgers, and you know, the Cowboys do have the rosters, man. They do. But I just feel like the reason it was my McCarthy, It was so evidently um you know, it was crazy, man. It's so laughable. The Cowboys had the chance to win that game. It, and you know, and my my only for the my only award for Philadelphia is their demon the coordinator, man. He's giving up he's giving up a lot of plays on this team. But hey, a win is a win. Shout out to Jalen. Great throw to AJ Brown, great throw to Javante Smith. Ben, your thoughts. Uh, to your guy, Jalen Hurts, but you know, but we, like like Dennis Green says, the same is saying Ben. They are what they thought they were. So, what's your thoughts? Great game for both teams, but the better team won.
1: <clears throat> yeah, the better team won. Uh, like you said, Cowboys gave themselves handful you know, of opportunities to try and yeah. come back and win this football game. Uh, but this is one of the reasons why I've never fully believed in Dak, you know, especially when people try to label him, you know, potential top five quarterback is (laughs) when the game, when the game's on the line and he's down, uh, you know, it's it's usually when he makes his costly mistakes, you know, he didn't turn the ball over in this game like he, like he normally does, but you know, the the two point conversion stepping out of bounds, you know, that's a Dak thing that that's going to happen. You know, that's his, that's his costly mistake. Um, and so the whole time they were down, especially towards the end, I kind of knew Dak wasn't going to get it done because there's not many times in, in, in the past where you can point to where Dak, you know, really came through in, in those much-needed moments. Yep. Uh, and like you mentioned, throwing the ball to Jalen Tober instead of C.D. Lamb or even that. Michael Gallup or, or Brandon Cook, you know, someone who's, you know, <clears throat> maybe – has a little bit more history of, of producing in, in a big moment, especially CD. CD almost had two hundred yards on the game. Why not Damn. try to give him? Why not try to give him the ball again? Like obviously he, he was showing you that the Eagles' defense couldn't cover him all the fucking night. Um, but yeah, Jalen, Jalen, you know he didn't play. You no, know, like Jalen played a bad game. You know he played a he played a what a turnover free football game. Three touchdowns total on the on, on the game. Uh, He didn't have the yards Dak did, but with the throws that he did, he was a little bit more consistent with them. Um, You know, he he got his slew of targets um, set up in in, in really big moments. I mean, DeAndre Swift, Dallas Goddard, and Devontae Smith all had over 15 yards per catch. Yep. That's that's freaking massive. You know, the only one that didn't have that was A.J. Brown, which that was kind of a shocker because A.J. has been so terrific all year. Yep. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Eagles, man. They're they're just a better team. Um, you know, I'm tired of hearing this. Oh, Dak Prescott d- destroys and owns the NFC East. Well, guess what? He didn't own him this week. Mm. And he doesn't. He and he doesn't own them this season. I so, bet he
0: outplayed Dillan uh, Hurst. Keep going. I know. I know. You know.
1: Did he get the dub? No. You see he's out, he's out there sitting like, he's, like, si- like, he's out there he's out there I know I'm saying he's out there sitting at home with three losses under his belt. <laughs> instead of instead of being at six and two he's five and three like he he he, he could have had the more yards and, and you know the one extra passing touchdown congratulations did you win the bill no, he's like he oh that play you know he skips that
0: he's like the Cowboys weren't a better team but they lost
1: yeah, like it, it, I wouldn't say they were the better team. Like yeah. obviously they weren't the be- they weren't the better defense. They gave up yeah. more points. Uh. Like, And and people want to, you know, throw the official stuff out there. Yeah, officials make bad calls in they're every terrible, single game yes. in the NFL. Yeah. They're not it's not like they just pick and choose which game. They they're usually bad in every single game. Yeah, they bad. usually make one or two bad calls in every single game that happens bad. in the NFL.
0: Especially So early. I
1: don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to hear the oh in this game no 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 they're they're bad in, in almost every game and they're almost bad at every single level. You can go to the college Stephon level Gilmore and not, find
0: hold them. on Gilmore.
1: I don't I don't care. Like it is what it is. It is what it is. The Cowboys are what we thought they were, an average above average football team. Congratulations. Take the L this week.
0: Yes, sir. Now, um. Uh... So, with that being said, Bill's Bengals, man. That was a great game. And at the end of the day, Joe Burrow is Josh Allen daddy until Josh Allen plays well. man. <laughs> it, it, it is it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Um, you know, and I know the Bills has some injuries on the, in defense, but, you know, as long as Josh Allen plays like this, I mean, I, that's why I don't believe in a Bills until Josh Allen plays smart, man. It is what it is, man. I mean, what what can I say? And The Bengals weren't a better team. So, Ben, your thoughts here. And I, I knew when Josh Allen throws the ball throws the ball you know, gets picked off. I know usually when that happens, they lose. So your thoughts and until they beat the Bengals, until they until Josh Allen beats the Bengals, Joe Burrows his daddy at, at the moment. Seriously.
1: Yeah, I mean he I guess he owns the, the man from what Wyoming, so um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen just came off his best game of the season last year, right? So what what is Josh Allen kind of most notably known for? After a great game, he usually, you know, falls down a little bit. He, he yep. usually regresses in his play. And, you know, he has the interception. Boom. Um, you know, he, he's missing it. He misses a couple of his throws. Boom. You know, that's that's the Josh Allen. It, it, he didn't play a god awful game, but no, know, he, he didn't, not compared compared to what he had just done the previous week, yeah. um, you know it, it, it's a it's a downgrade from that. But Joe Burrow, man, continues to sir, he's back to be, to be very good. To be very good, he, he was a little bit. Uh, he had a couple of ill advised throws, which yeah. which led to the the kind of big difference in his completion to attempts, but yeah. um, outside of that, you know, he played a great game. You know, he continues to look healthy. Uh, he's playing a turnover-free football brand of football. Um, the only thing that worries me about the Bengals is, uh, you know, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase yeah. is predicted to maybe to maybe miss some time. You know, oh, they man. had just got they had just gotten T. Higgins back healthy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking- um, you know, and, and if Jamar Chase has in this time now, uh, you know, it's, it's going to suck for them because, you know, they are just starting to gel. They're just starting yeah. to, to play really good football on both sides of the ball. So uh, we'll have to see how that plays out for them. But, yeah, big win for them. Much like the Steelers, you know, they are five and three in what is the most competitive division of football right now.
0: AFC North, the best division of football is not even close. And also Ben, um remember Ben, when people were, were, were saying, Are the Bengals done? They're 0 three? Are they done, Ben? Are they done? It's over? It's over? All right. Well,
1: they weren't they were they weren't oh three. They were one yeah. three. They were they were one and they started the season off one and two. Yeah. But
0: you get you get the media. You get the you get social media now. All right. Now, with that being said, um I'm sorry for my boy Andrew Jones, man. Ben, ben, I want my parlay. I, what did I tell you on, on overall, man? I, I told Andrew. I told Andrew that Zach Wilson was going to ask the Joe Leader Alley, and, 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 and he did. I said, so I, I want my parlay. But listen, in all seriousness, I feel bad <laughs> for the Jets defense. It's so fucking good, Ben. But there's nothing you can do when Zach Wilson's playing like this. Um, it is what it is, Ben. Um, you know, the better quarterback won, set out to the punt returner, put a touchdown. To me, when I saw that, the game was over, Ben. I feel bad for Jets fans because their defense is good, Ben. but there's nothing, they, there's nothing that the Death defense can do exactly Zach will so play like this. So, right? you thought,
1: also, so, so you thought after the first score of the game that it was already over?
0: Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. And also, also, <laughs> and also yeah, 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 there you go. But no 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 seriousness, can we shout out Kenny Allen for that catch, Ben? Oh, my goodness. Shout out yeah, and Allen. Yeah. I
1: was, was, was going to mention that. But, um, go ahead, ben.
0: Go ahead, I know, I know you
1: love Yeah. I love, I love me some Kiann Allen. People... After When he got hurt last year, people tried yeah. to tell me, yeah, Keenan Allen's done, he's done. No, Keenan Allen's still one of the best receivers in football. Like, what the yes. hell? Just like just like Mike Evans, who, who's pretty much the same age, is still really freaking good at football. I mean, um, shit, man, if know, he's
0: done, shit, you're taking a Washington over Curtis Evans. shit. Come, come on board. Yeah, Jahan,
1: John, Jahan, Keenan, and Terry, oh, my goodness. We couldn't afford them. Oh, my them goodness. No Keep going. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that'd, be, that'd be a disgusting wide receiver. Right? Exactly. Keep going. But Keep going. um, you know, the Jets' defense, who you had mentioned, is, is a phenomenal defense, Um, you know, unfortunately gave up seven, 27 points. Um, You know, they, they didn't get – they got some pressure on Justin Herbert for sure, which yeah. caused him to, uh, you know, have some of those – Terrible freaking throws. Even that yes. amazing Keenan Allen catch. That was a bad ball uh um, oh by, by Herbert. Oh, yeah. uh, but Keenan Keenan Allen's, you know, one of the greatest reception receivers that ever played the game, some of the That's best hands cool. in NFL history. But the, the big thing is Chargers defense, you know, on paper, the Chargers defense when healthy is one of the better looking defenses in football. And they decided to show up this game. They got I
0: guess Wilson, I got
1: you. <laughs> they got a ton they got a ton of pressure on him though, you yeah. know. Joey Bosa has shown up two weeks in a row now. Congratulations. Yep. You decided to play football. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Khalil, Khalil Mack decided to, to join in on the sacks again, you know, after yeah. only yeah. having one sack after that big six sack game. Uh even Thule uh um Thule. Uh, big man too, he had two sacks as well, but they had, what, like eight sacks on the game, seven or eight yeah. sacks on the game. So um, they really got after after Zach Wilson, made it difficult for him. The game of football is already difficult for Zach Wilson. Uh, they just, you know, getting after him made even more of a terrible experience for him. Um, I'm sure he's ready to give up the game and, and just hand over the keys back to Aaron Rodgers. Um it, it, it's unfortunate, you know. Aaron Rodgers, you know, is, is walking around without a boot and without crutches and stuff, and people want to continue to talk about like, oh, if the Jets can just stay, you know, competitive and give Aaron Rodgers more time, you know, he'll be able to come back.
0: Anything's possible. Keep going on.
1: The odds of Aaron Rodgers coming back, I would say, are or
0: like slim, or slim
1: below below ten percent, but maybe yeah. maybe no more than fifteen percent, like. I do not see in any way, shape, or form that Aaron Rodgers comes back after an Achilles injury and tries to play football at the age of, what,
0: 39, 40? Facts, facts, yeah.
1: And and risks the potential of getting hurt again in a more severe way and – Completely eliminating, you know, any chance of maybe playing football again. I don't see yeah. Aaron Rodgers making that, uh, uh, choosing that type of direction. Um, but good win for the Chargers, man. They 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 needed that win because what they were, what three and five going into, or yeah. three and four going into that game. So they they needed that game big time, especially with the Raiders winning football games.
0: Yeah, I felt bad for Solo, but it is what it is. All right, now. Thursday's game. Well, this is gonna be a worst game because. Well, I'll, I'll watch it. It's my job. It's me and Ben's job. And I think the better Thursday night game is gonna be next week against the Ravens and Bengals. But one more bad game though, Ben. Uh Bengals. Uh, Tyson Badger versus Bryce Young. I'm going with the Bears They're in Chicago. Um, it's, it's Justin Justin
1: Justin Fields has opportunity to play this game.
0: Really? You think so? He, yeah. He does?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have. I have Tyson Bajan as a backup in one of my fantasy leagues, and I have Justin Fields in a league. And Justin Fields at the moment is projected to be the starter. All right, so what do
0: you got?
1: Uh, As Justin Fields plays, I got the Bears, especially with the game being at home. Uh, And and Montez Sweat, you know, he's been with the team for two weeks now. He got his payday. Uh, I expect him to have a big game for the Bears.
0: All right. Coach and Patriots, by the way, I got Bears too. Uh, Coach, Patriots, I'm going Coach. I'm going Coach. What about you, Ben?
1: I'm going to take the Patriots with them being at home. They've lost, what, two two in a row now? Yeah. Uh, I think, or maybe they're one and one. But anyways, they're, what, two and seven on the season. They, yep. need, a, they need a win in a big way. So I'm, I'm going to take the Patriots at home.
0: Okay. Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson at Baltimore. I'm going Ravens. It's a good game.
1: Also, speaking of that Bears Panthers game, um, you know, this is gonna be DJ Moore playing his former team. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. also 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 the Bears had the opportunity to take Bryce Young with the first pick overall and decided to trade it to the Panthers. So oh,
0: this boy. is
1: gonna that's actually gonna be a kind of a cool game to watch. There's a yeah. there's a lot of drama between these two teams.
0: Could be a revenge game for Bryce Young for for saying you should have picked me, but it we'll, we'll see. Um, it really could be. At- he, he's, def- he's
1: definitely going to have that on his head, on, on oh, his yeah. mind.
0: Round at Ravens, I'm going Ravens. It's on Watson versus Lamar. It's a good game, by the way, Ben. What do you got?
1: Yeah, that Ravens defense playing great football. Um, if Nick Chubb, you know, didn't get hurt, I think I would maybe have a different outcome. But the Ravens have put up 30, like like we said earlier, well, like three weeks in a row, they're really clicking. So I'm going to take the Ravens.
0: All right. And don't forget, Jarek Willis is out. I don't know. I don't know how long. Jedrick, for Jedrick,
1: sucks, man. Je- yeah. Jedrick
0: Willis. I yeah, think. Thank you. Yeah, he's yeah. a
1: he's out. Yeah. Alabama guy. So.
0: Yeah, man. A praise for him, man. So I hate seeing injuries, but it is what it is, man. It's football. Packers Steelers at Pittsburgh. What Steelers? It's easy. What do you got, Ben?
1: This is an ugly fucking game. Two I know, terrible I know quarterbacks. Two <laughs> offenses that struggle. God, um Steelers, Steelers do have the better defense, so I'm going to take the Steelers, unfortunately. Shout out Mike Tomlin. Continue to be the only coach ever to never have a, a, a season under 500. so yes,
0: shout sir. out Mike Tomlin. Look at that. Niners at Jaguars. Good game, by the way. Chase on debut. I'm going Niners. I'll, 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 I'm going to say this right now. Listen, this can go, it can go either way. It's in Jacksonville. I heard it might rain, and listen, I'm going to keep it real about my team. When it rains, we – Struggle, Ben. Remember that Bears game? That was so. I mean, I'm so mad about that game, but listen. At the end of the day, uh, my, my buddy goes to that game, so I'm gonna podcast with him. I'm gonna podcast with him tomorrow, young, young heavy, but I'm going Niners. I mean, bias, Ben. What do you got? Niners at Jaguars. Good game, really good game. What is
1: uh, is is Debo back? Yes, Debo is back. Yes, um. If it's a rainy game, you know, I, I expect it to be CMC versus Travis Etienne matchup then. Um, you guys have a phenomenal, you know, front line, phenomenal linebackers. Uh, you guys stop the run. Probably no excuses, Steve Wilkes. No excuses, Steve Wilkes. Y'all, y'all, probably, y'all probably stop the run second best to just the Ravens. So um, I'm going to take you guys over to the Jaguars. Uh, I hope Chase Young has a good game, man. I hope he, he plays well for you guys. Um, I wish we didn't get rid of him, but like we've been saying this whole podcast, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. He better be playing great with Nick Bolson. All right now. Saints for A, two former team two
1: former college teammates.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Saints Vikings. I'm in Minnesota. You know what? Fuck you, man. Let's go. Let's go, Josh Dobbs. Vikings.
1: Justin Jefferson is has a chance to come back this game. So, yeah. Oh, no, no. I think next week, week 11. Week, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's going to be a tough one, man. It's going to be in a very Minnesota, tough
0: one. Have you ever been
1: in Minnesota? Um, yeah, it's in Minnesota. Uh, if they didn't play in a dome anymore, I would favor Minnesota a lot more, especially, you know, St. being in New Orleans, it's a little bit warmer. Maybe they're not so accustomed to the snow. So, um, but, you know, Minnesota plays in a dome. Uh, it's, it's, it's really nice temperature in there, but they do have a great fan base in Minnesota. Uh, they show a lot of love and support for that team, whether they're good or bad. Uh, yeah. And Dobbs is, you know, coming off a very, very good win last week. Very impressive win last week. So, you know what? All right, I'm not. I'm not going to do it for Josh Dobbs. I'm going to do it for Jordan Addison. I think Jordan Addison has a big game this week.
0: Okay, so you I'm got gonna Vikings.
1: I'm going to take. I'm going to take, take the Vikings.
0: Okay, all right, then let's go. If
1: Kurt, if Kirk, if Kirk Cousins, games. if Cousins was playing in this game, I would take the Saints though.
0: <laughs> okay, this guy, this guy. All right, Texans and Bengals. Uh, well, if you're right, if Jamar Chase is not playing this game, right? So Jamar Chase is not playing at all this week, right?
1: I don't know if it's for certain. They said he could miss some time. Yes,
0: I'll say this: if he do, if he's not if he does not play this game, I got Texans. Let's go see this fucking Stroud. Um, but if, if Jamar Chase does, I got Bengals. But. But if you're right, if Jamar Chase is going to make some time, I got. I'm going to go Texan. Let's go, CJ. I think he's going to upset in the in Cincinnati. What do you think, Ben? Do you think CJ is going to pull up the upset in Cincinnati this week? That's a good game.
1: Uh, I'm with you. If Jamar plays. I, I got Cincinnati. If Jamar does not, I got the Texans. I think they have enough defensively to stop Higgins and yeah. Tyler Boyd yeah. uh, and Joe Mixon. Um, and you know CJ is coming off an incredible game. Obviously he's not going to replicate 470 yards on 70% completion and five touchdowns, but uh I think you know he's going to bring that momentum from last week into this week. You know, they they want to get win number 5, you know, that can that puts them in the playoff contention. So, it's a big it's a big game for Houston. So, I'm going to take I'm going to take Houston as well.
0: Baker Mayfield leave us. I'm going Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay. What about you?
1: I will never take Baker the faker in a game, uh, especially when he's going up against King Henry on the other side of the ball. All right. Uh, I expect the Buccaneers to, to maybe slow down uh, Derrick Henry a little bit, but I think Derrick Henry finds the end zone once or twice. So let me get Tennessee.
0: Lions at Chargers. 4 p.m. game for me. I'm going Chargers in L.A. What are you good about? You. It's going to be a Lions home game, by the way. Not surprising. Keep going.
1: It's a Chargers home game.
0: No, I, 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 you know what
1: I mean. It's in so far It's gonna be Lions fans there. That's what I meant. Okay. Um yeah. There's, there's definitely a Lions fan base out here in LA. I saw, it, I saw, uh, I saw some of it happen last year. Um, but you know they're coming off a bye week. Jameer Gibbs, you know, is coming off what was his, you know, best game in the NFL when he had what just under 200 total yards of offense and like three scores. So uh, they're, they're playing the Chargers. Team that just played on Monday night, you know, a little bit of a short week, uh, in in a sense. So, uh, yeah, let me get the Lions, man. They're a little bit uh, more well rested, so I think they're 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 going to come out and and try and fire on all cylinders.
0: All right, Falcons at Arizona. Kyler Murray playing, Ben. So let me ask you this: Is Kyler Murray going to play Call of Duty when he comes up from? Well, you know. I don't know how many Call of Duty games out there. Right at this the point, they're making more Call of Dutys every every year. But anyways,
1: well, um, at, at this point, at this point, they're just like remaking the same ones. They're just like, they're just incorporating better graphics. So
0: would you be surprised if Kevin Murray plays that game? But anyways, I the about I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be funny. But listen, listen, Calum Murray's playing. I got. I, I'm going Kelly Murray over Haniki. I don't care if Haniki. Listen, Haniki so poor playing i don't care give me kyle murray give me give me the better quarterback it's in it arizona but i thought arizona's taking but i guess gannon and the Cardinals want to get want to, the want to win i mean and i get it that's cool so i'm going Cardinals in arizona with kyle murray playing kyle murray welcome back go ahead ben uh
1: well the latest modern warfare uh, the remastered and modern warfare three uh it's been out for a little bit i'm sure kyle murray already played uh the campaign, and I'm sure he's played a couple matches online. So I'm sure he's like, okay, I can come back now. I played my Call of Duty. For, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Uh,
1: enough of my Call of Duty in my off time. Um, I think he's. I don't think he's gonna have a, a good game. We uh, his first game, really. Game. Uh, you know, this Falcons defense. Remember this Falcons defense. You know, they're they're not the greatest defense ever, but they're not a bad defense. You know, they're a middle of the pack, just above middle of the pack. Uh, I think they can get pressure on Kyler Murray for sure. Um, okay. at, the, at the end of the day, bro, they got Calais Campbell, who's like 7'10". You know, Kyler Murray's not even going to be a able Fulmer, to see uh, – by, uh,
0: by the way, a former Cardinal, by the way. Keep going. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's not going to be able to see Hollywood Brown running behind Calais Campbell's big right. ass on the defensive line. So, uh, I think the Falcons get get a bounce back win. Arthur Smith, please – Give Bijan at least twenty touches between carries and receptions. He needs to touch the ball at least twenty times for you guys to be a great team. Like feed your best player, please, 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 please.
0: All right. Are you saying that because you're gonna bet on him this weekend? Probably not. No, I have him?
1: him in fantasy. I have him in fantasy.
0: Okay, that's why. That's why. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, Giant. Well. Well. Giants. Well. We both got the Cowboys over the Giants, so that that's the gaming. Um. Commanders. At Seattle, please, commanders, please be Seattle. Please, I'm going Seattle, but but big could you could commanders go up to Seattle and beat them? Maybe you never know, you you, you never know.
1: Yeah, it's all going to depend on the play call, and it's all going to depend on if we can get to Geno Smith and stop Kenneth Walker. Um, you know, this offense or this team, you know, they've been up and down all year, it's hard to really get a good grasp from them and especially now without the presence of Montez and Chase getting to the quarterback. Um, you know, Seahawks, they're a resilient team, man, and they just got blown out. So uh, I expect them to, to to bounce back and give us a hard time, especially with the game being in Seattle. Um, my heart wants to take Washington just being a fan, but uh, my, my realistic take is uh, I think Seattle gets the win.
0: It should, but, man, Commanders, if you get a win, thank you very much. Jets at Raiders. I'm going I'm, – fuck it. I'm, let's go Raiders. I got Raiders. Let's go. What do you think, Ben? Jets, Zach Wilson versus Aiden O'Connell. Let's go Raiders, man. And, by the way, Nick going will be on the show next week. Let's go.
1: We're good, Ben. Why, why do we get stuck with these terrible primetime games this year? Like, <laughs> Thursday night games have been bad. Monday night games have been bad. Sunday night games have been bad. Um – you know, not we're getting Jets Raiders. Nobody like flex this game out with something else. Like flex this game with the Lions Chargers. Flex ben, this game with the like flex this game with the Forty ers right. Jaguars. No, you're right, like, you're
0: right, but Ben or
1: or, or the Browns Ravens. Those are but, better
0: games. are games. You do realize, watch. no Ben, you're right, but you do realize fans are playing for this game, right? Shit, but anyway, I got, I got. Nobody's
1: gonna watch. This is probably gonna be <laughs> one of the least watched Monday night or Sunday night football games of the year. Nobody wants to see this on Sunday night football. Everybody, the second the the one o'clock or the three was it the four o'clock games are over yeah. for you on the East Coast. Once those yeah. games are over, everybody's going to be watching the. Everybody's going to be watching the NBA. Everyone's going to flip it over the college basketball. Um, nobody, nobody's going to be watching this, dude. Um, I, I'm definitely. Definitely not watching this terrible <laughs> Sunday night football matchup. Uh, but if you make if I got to pick a team for this show. Um, yeah, I'm going to take my boy Josh Jacobs, man. Obviously, I'm going to rock with the team that's got Alabama boys. Obviously, um, uh, Quentin, Quentin Williams for the Jets is Alabama guy, but I don't like Zach Wilson. I hate Zach Wilson. <laughs> uh, my propaganda for Zach Wilson working for his grandpa's company in JetBlue in a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, it still remains, so I'm going to take the Raiders.
0: Well, guess what? I'm going to bet my parlay again. He's going to date a Raiders cheerleader. Don't be surprised. All right. Broncos at Bills. Ben, could Russell Wilson, let's ride Buffalo in Buffalo? Anything's possible. So I'm going Buffalo. I would not be surprised Josh Allen bounce back into Monday Night Football. Russ versus Josh Allen, Ben. Who would you bet here? And could, could you could you imagine, man? You know, you know what's crazy? My buddy and I, Mentu and uh, and JB Ford. JB's a Buffalo fan, and my buddy Mentu's a Broncos fan. They're going at it. And could you imagine if Mentu's team, the Broncos, Denver Broncos, a shout out to our god Johnson Watson, by the way, he's also a Broncos fan. If the Broncos, if if Russell Wilson beats Buffalo and Buffalo on Monday Night Football, man, that would be comedy. But Ben but you got here and you got Buffalo or is your hunch telling you that's right?
1: No. Uh, You know, we were just talking about it with the Bengals game and and the bills, you know, Josh Allen is an up and down quarterback. Um, I I don't know where his consistency went away from, you know, like the previous seasons, like when Stefan Diggs first got there, but, um, I expect Josh Allen to bounce back, especially with the game being at home. Uh this Broncos offense is hit or miss, man. Uh, and even Best. when they're a hit, even when they're a hit, they're, they're not they're not fun to watch. They're just not an enjoyable team to watch. They don't put a ton of points up on the board. Uh, sometimes their defense can give up 70. Uh, so exactly. I'm I'm gonna take the Bills, man. It's a primetime game. Uh, the Bills the Bills need need this win, especially if the Jets lose. If the Bills win this game, they can jump ahead of them. So uh into second place just behind Miami. So the Bills really need this W, so I'm gonna take off for
0: Yes, this so me and Ben just did our week ten picks. We also did our recap of week nine and we also did our week eleven recap for the college football so college football this past weekend. So Ben, great episode. If you gotta plug things in to the audience out there, you can go ahead. Um, real quick, you guys can follow me at bank and obviously
1: have uh you know, age 24 on Twitter. Ben, you got anything ninety five before we go? Yeah, well, like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, make sure you go over to medium.com and tap in with the lion's den. Uh, I just wrote a little article on the landscape of college football currently for the college football playoffs um, this Friday. Uh, The day before Veterans Day, I'll be releasing also on the lion's den over on medium. uh, uh, My favorite top 10 uh, military movies, you know, in honor of Veterans Day on Saturday. So uh, that's going to be a very fun piece for me to write. Uh, And so go ahead, make sure you guys tap on that. And then on Twitter and Instagram, you can follow me at the sports veteran, T-H-E-S-P-O-R-T-S-V-E-T-R-A-N. that's Twitter and Instagram
0: all right uh great episode once again Ben fair episode 67 is done uh this talking will be posted in about five minutes I'm gonna be eating my <laughs> dinner but with that being said Ben god bless you and congrats take take, take your time will Lyons, man seriously no yeah, serious. take
1: take your take your time eating dinner man we don't want you choking on your food.
0: <laughs> okay god bless you man peace uh, I'll see you uh, next week peace and watch out for me and Dave young heavy tomorrow and Samari for the sleeper and fantasy football as well peace out my friend Peace.
2: Peace.